What's going on, Brookie Nation? It is your resident hooligans over at the Storybrooke Circus. I am the Mackie Mouse. I am Isla Shikorsky. And we are excited to be back after another week off, which we at least knew about this one ahead of time. But uh, we're we're going to roll into this is episode 54, which we're like well over the 50 hump. Yeah. Now. And you know what? It feels good. You don't want to hear an episode of us when we don't want to record. Like not because it, yeah. like, it, you know, if we're forced into a corner, they really don't sound that great. And we can say that with full confidence. We so, have proof. We have proof. We have recording. We that, love so. being able to show up when it's right yeah. because then we get it right. Yes. And for the record, this this last uh, week that we took off was not because we didn't want to, but because we were traveling. And um, yeah, that it's was just too hectic. Of, uh, and when you're like, oh, my God, we need to get on it on this day, this specific time. It's just it was a lot. This it is a casual a podcast. We need it to be a little. We have a lot of other stressful things in our life. We don't need to be stressed about this recording. Yeah. So we are so appreciative that you guys are also casual and you wait. And you hang out until we're ready. And you guys start incredible conversations in our Discord while you're waiting. Oh, my God. You seriously do. <laughs> uh, we have well, Bart dancing over here. Um, hey. So if you've never tuned into the show, it's a bunch of shenanigans. It is a lot of shenanigans. It's a lot of shenanigans. Uh, speaking of which, if, if this is your first time and you don't know what's going on, we are a Once Upon a Time podcast. We're watching every single episode um, one at a time. And we're up to season three right now, in the kind of middle of season three. Yo, Bart's in the background over there saying hello. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Some real moves it's, going uh, on. I have to, we have to address the elephant in the room. And that would have, that, that would have been amazing in our, in the old format of our show. But we've had to change he doesn't know. a little bit. I know. I know he doesn't know, which is funny. I'm not going to let him <laughs> <It's> know. Actually- <laughs> So, um, for a long time, we uh, were a, a beta tester of the video for podcast for Spotify feature, <laughs> video podcast for Spotify feature. Um, it was a, a new anchor thing they were working out. It has now, it is now out of beta, and so video podcasts are going to show up on your on your Spotify specifically pretty often now. Um, while we were testing that, we were on this show, we're very dedicated to like making sure the audio quality is good and making sure that the experience for you as a listener is up to our standards. And that meant that my edit time almost tripled in order to get that video out. So we talked about it. We made a decision, um, starting from this episode that for at least a while, we're going to forego the video portion of the show and just do audio recordings. And I know that's a little bit sad for some of you who have been following along with our video up until this point. But the reason that we're doing it is because we want to get more content out and we can't get more content out because it was taking me too long to physically edit it. So it's not just that we're taking something away, but we're taking that away to substitute it with something even better, which is more bonus content on Patreon, which we, you know, that that was kind of one of the things that was suffering as we weren't able right. to Right. The as give much and take was just not worth the video aspect of it. Like we could take out our sounds which would be really boring. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that would be so yeah. sad if we couldn't do those. Um, the way that Mackie edits the episode with our voices, uh, just the quality of our, you know, yeah. we use professional microphones and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, everything's yeah. legit. It's not like we're recording on a cell phone where, yeah, that would have been easier to do the video. This, like Mackie said, we're going to be able to get more content out this way. And I think that that's more important than 
getting a video. You can see our faces. If you need us to post <laughs> selfies, we will. That's true. That's but true. I just not right now. Just not. It's a busy season of life right now. It's not to say that it's going away forever. If we really get enough demand for it and people are like, I really just want the video in there, um, we can we can reinvestigate it. So if uh, if you want to uh, tell us that that's something that you really want, then let us know in the Discord. DM us and be like, No, bring back video podcast. We'll see if there's enough demand for it. Then we can do it. But ultimately, it was a decision we had to make to make sure that. Um, we could we could do more. We want to do more. And that's really what the point of this change is, is so that we can uh, maintain the level of quality you guys are used to yeah. and that we feel comfortable with. We want to make sure that it still sounds the way it does. So in order to maintain that, we had to sacrifice something. So yeah. that's our public service announcement on on videos. Um, so, yeah, if if maybe in the future we want to do that, I'll figure out a different way to, to get it done. Um, but for now. You'll just have to deal with the audio, which hopefully still sounds great and you, you still enjoy. And that means that, you know, we'll re-investigate re, uh, how, we'll re how, how much Patreon stuff we can put out. We're going to uh, get ahead with Hamilton. We're going to do some more movies. Um, we're doing a similar new format with Lost as well so that we can get through more Lost footage. So hopefully this summer we can start to kind of circle back around and get even more content out that you guys have suggested some, you know, so there's, there's, there's fun stuff on the horizon. So hopefully we won't be too sad about the stuff that's gone. Uh, the other thing that we want to talk about before we get into too much else is merch. We've talked about merch for many weeks in a row. We ordered samples. Yeah. So the last time we talked, we ordered the samples. They came in. Bless you. Um, and there were some issues, not big, but stuff that we had to tweak and fix. So that's what we're currently doing. Yeah. But it's looking again, up now. Um, quality. Making again. Sure good quality. We could have opened up a pre-order, taken money, and then kept on saying, oh, wait, 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 not something we wanted to do, not something we were interested in. We yeah. could have released product that we didn't test, didn't review, quality check, whatever, and yeah. could have yeah. been real shitty. And again... We decided that was not the route we wanted to go. So we're going the slow route. But hair and the turtle, the you know, the hair and the turtle who won the turtle because he took his time and did things right. So slow and steady. That's what we're doing. We're turtling it out on this. But it is so freaking close now because now we know exactly what needs to happen. And that's what's in the process right now. And we have said this before. Once this initial part is just to make sure that the quality is right, that it doesn't print blurry, that the, the colors, the, you know, the, the colors. Yeah, right. Once we figure that out, this this step, which, like she said, we're really close on, then all of the the products going forward, it will be a lot faster and easier to get those out. Um, and we're we're planning some new fun ways to get people's input and stuff on that to get. Uh, preview looks maybe on Patreon of of things before they're released and things like that. So there's a lot of stuff on the horizon that we just, this is where all of the work has to be done up front to make sure that it's good. And once it's good, we can just keep replicating and making new designs and new yep. things depending on what you guys want. So so it, it will speed up uh, when this is done, but I know some of you have been asking about it. So um, we're we're at the last very very last stage which is to we're redo ready. what we've are but we do have some now on physical 
products. Yeah. Um, even though we're going to so for the first time ever, like we've we looked at it and we are convinced this is a good idea. We're con- we're really proud of it. We're really excited to be wearing this ourselves. And honestly, not a single person bought or wore any of this stuff. We would wear it around because I mean I like these. Yeah, clothes. me too. <laughs> like they're as as a once upon a time fan. Like I just enjoy. I'm excited. Just out. They're just great. So um, anyway, now that all that stuff's out of the way, we can do our normal stuff, which is to say how you are. And I'd love to say how uh, lovely you and your beautiful daughter look after your visit to the hair salon. Would oh you like gosh, to, thank you to so tell much. us a little bit about your adventure? It was yeah, today. Right? Yeah, it was today. So Harper has been asking for a couple of months now. I want to get my hair done. I want to get my hair done. And I am a yes parent. If it is not harmful, I'm going to say yes, because what the hell? Wait, why take the fun out of life? What's the point of that? So anyway, uh, my beautiful Harper Jane went to the hair salon with me today, and she dyed her hair pink. And she looks absolutely perfect and fabulous. And she is so, so happy and so proud. And I'm just so proud of her for being so like authentic to who she wants to be. It, it was so special. It was so nice. Can confirm it looks absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it also looks absolutely fantastic. It's like she looks so adorable. And if you would like to see some of it, uh, I, you, you did a post, right? On your I did Instagram. a reel? You did a reel. Oh, you did a reel. Harper okay, did yeah, a transition. So she, I was so proud of her. I saw it was the cutest thing I have ever seen on all of the she, internet. Like, she killed it. She so killed who, it. Okay. So tell us, whose idea was the transition? Was it her? Well, she wanted to make a video of her hair. And I was like, okay, we could do that hand over the camera thing. Oops. Okay. So and she likes that. Little help, yeah. She likes those TikToks. We watch them together. Okay. So okay, that's what okay. we did. So she's aware of of what's going on here. You're not just like yes. puppeteering her into right. Yeah. No. She's she's like this participating. Was, the in color this. was her choice. The trim was her choice. And taking pictures and videos were also her choice. She has full say in she's body and autonomy. That's the thing that's so impressive to me is when kids, j- just young kids of various ages, uh, especially the younger that they are, um, when you can see real uh um uh co- like parenting uh what collaborative parenting with, with yeah. the kid um and you can tell in the way the kid talks like like a lot of tiktokers and you see like or uh <laughs> forget his name um there's a guy who has he does a podcast with his kids oh my god zeth like two zeth there you go um she's I like love two her. years old yeah she his is, daughter Skyla- is so cute skylar she she is the cutest thing ever, but you can tell, like, he talks to her like a normal person. He doesn't yep. baby talk her, right? And you can tell that he is engaging her brain and her cognitive thought process, right? Yes. Because when he asks I can her question, tell we have very similar parenting styles. Like, yeah. him and his uh, significant other and me and Bart are very similar. Like, those kids are very easy to pick out because they're yeah. they're very different than... Yeah. Uh, somebody that is not getting the same like if you right. baby talk to your kid or you just constantly tell your kid no because that's how you think parenting is you right i and i don't judge any parent for doing it. you got to do what you got to do to make it through it's not really that easy but like if you just treat your kid like a human being just a little bit more it goes a long freaking way because yeah. i have been on almost 30 flights with harper now mm. and i've never <laughs> had an, we've never had an issue at an airport or on an airplane. That's a big deal. That's a, and that's that is, a really big that deal. That is anxiety central right there. Of course. Yeah. That's like the real test. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, yeah. If you, if you can pass that, you can pass anything. I mean, I, I saw one today um, of a, a mom and her daughter 
It was a little bit on the older side, uh, but not that much older. Actually, no, she might have been actually might she might have been Harper's age. Um, and she's asking her what she wants to do with her hair. And she's describing, I want pigtails, but I also want the ponytail in the background. And she's yes. like trying it out. Right. And she, so she's doing it and she's like asking her, OK, is this the pigtail that you want? And she's like, no, you have to do it to both sides. She's like, yes, I know I have to do it to both sides. I'm just saying, is this one good enough? And even that part, like, you, mm-hmm. like that's that's a little bit more adult, right? And she's like, oh, no, yes, that's good. And she's like, do you want me to put it down? She's like, no, I want it to be sticking out like that. It was clearly a look that she had in her head, like, boom, yeah. from, from uh, yeah. Monsters, Inc. And just watching them interact back and forth, I was just like, this reminds me a lot of Harper because I watch you two together all the time. And, like- and she gets to... She gets to also not just be handed stuff or told what to do. She gets to think and she gets to process and she gets to also think about like, not the, oh, it's not consequence because that's a negative thing, but like the result. The outcome. She gets to think ahead of the outcome of what her decision's going to be, right? Yeah. Now, I feel like that's so important and it's so, to me, just heartwarming and, imp- and impressive to watch a kid, the especially the younger that they are. Um, and then you get the opposite where you see kids that are very clearly like just you are a puppet and I will tell you exactly where to be at all times and where your hands go and where your feet it's go. It's the no because I said so parenting. Do. Yeah, it's it's just it's a little bit micromanaged. And again, we're not judging, but like no well, but we're judging some people. There's who so many studies. Judged, but that's there's different. just so many studies out there. If you just like research a little bit, you have like a lot of time before the baby comes you have like nine months. Uh right, time right, right. to read a book or two. I am just like I'm just so proud of her. She's so freaking cool, and I am just so glad that I got picked to be Harper Jane's mom. She really is the coolest. So cool that she has her own theme song. It's amazing. It's my girl. I just I don't know. It's one of the reasons we give her so much uh, attention and and you know focus on this show because it it means a lot. You know it's it's. It's a part of the the thread of the soul of the show as it mm-hmm. is you. Mm-hmm. And you are this show, so I feel like that's, you know, it's all it's all one thing. Um anyway, anything else what's going on in your life? No, yeah, how are cool? you? I'm good. good. Yeah, that's all really, you know, I'm we're laying low until our, you know, the big the big trip. So Yeah, yeah. Uh kind of same, you know, we're we're, we're our trip is in Yeah, yours is like, like tomorrow. Mm-hmm like 19 um, days or something yeah. like that it's a, it's really close uh it's a, a, a mere few weeks away which is a little scary uh, in in the current climate of like hey we're gonna stick something up your nose and whether or not this thing works or not doesn't matter because if one line on it happens then you're out five grand uh <laughs> it's real scary it's a lot of, it's a really high stakes these days but um i i think back to like remember the people who could just buy their vacation and then like when I mean, obviously, you have to think about, you know, like weather and things to can't, you know, things that could happen to you financially or to your love, your family. But like when it's the day before your vacation and nothing's happened, you're like, oh, the vacation is happening. Like it's guaranteed. You know, I mean, not, you know, obviously within reason, but but it's like you just do your thing. You show up to the place where you have to go to your vacation and yep. you just go and everything is exciting. And now everything's not exciting. Everything is scary until the last second where you're yeah. like all the way through. And like, it sucks to have that roller coaster of having it be so royally negative and You and watched us live and, it where literally up until yeah. the very last second, I was full-blown panicking. 
it's like, yeah, people are crying. People are shaking. People are like freaked out. They have indigestion. They're like heartburn. Everybody's like. I like, like, it was to the point where I was waiting for the clear to sail. And I was like, oh my God, do I, am I, do I have COVID or I don't feel good. Do I not feel good? And then as soon as I got, as soon as I got clear to sail, I was like. Oh, there's actually nothing wrong. I'm going on vacation. Oh, you're panicking about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, and that, I feel like that is hard to, for your body It takes a toll. I'm not going to lie. And it, it sucks because you want to recommend this vacation to everyone because it is so magical and perfect, but then it's really not for everyone right now because I would not recommend the emotional roller coaster that you take before that like disney cruise line i would tell anybody to go on a disney cruise i am their spokesperson i'm not getting paid and i should be (laughs) but right now it's hard to be like no matter what you should do it because it's not no matter what there's so much anxiety that goes into that yeah and you can do all that and then end up not getting to go (laughs) you know what i mean like it could not go well for you if if you know and i get it it's not disney's fault it's not the cruise line's fault they're trying to keep everyone safe. I understand. And re- you can't like blame faceless COVID, but it's just different. And and it's hard. we are spending a lot of time trying to forget that it, things are not the same as they used to be a few years ago, you know, yeah. because otherwise we'd all go crazy. But this whole like, and and things are normalizing, although they're not fully normal, you know, they're getting but to a better place. But there are certain things that are not moving at all. Like and maybe we'll never change Yeah, again. Not- I can't dwell on that for too long because yeah. I end up in a really bad place when I start thinking yeah. like that. So, and like, but who it's going to be like, worth it. it, it I like, think for you guys, it is. It, you know, I, well, yeah, I hope so. You, no, you're good. It's it, yeah. We're we're gonna remain hopeful, and it's one of those things where if we talk about it enough beforehand, we can say, okay, we're gonna emotionally prepare. It's like buying a house, right? You know, oh, there's yeah. a chance that they and won't you go take in your knowing offer. that a part of your body knows yeah. this could. And bad, but it's not yeah. gonna kill me. Like you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. In your situation, you guys need this vacation. Like so bad. <laughs> you need this vacation so, so badly, bad. but you know that it's low stakes for you. You know what I mean? Like if something right. were to happen where you get there and you can't go on, you get in your own car and you drive home. So for That's you guys, true. it's not. It is heartbreaking, and like it would feel. We're like not the end like of the world. stuck somewhere. We don't have something. But you're to not stay going to the flights. airport and being like, "Do yeah. I get on a plane? Do I go home? Like, or like, do I rent a car? Do I go to a yeah. hotel? Do I have money for that? You do just get to go home. So like, there is that. That's true. Cushion of it, where if you have to think of a bright side, that is the bright side to that situation. Yeah, that's 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 true. That is true. There's there are less compounding uh, stakes after the fact of like what you deal with that. You know, like. If we can't get on, we're going to be knocking on the D. Roche's door. So at least you have people here because some people don't. Yeah, that's what I mean. Some people don't. Uh, We and that's just like us. You know, we. Yes, we have to fly in. Yes, it is a vacation for us. But at the end of the day, we do have we do have someplace to go. Yeah, I know that you have support. You guys would open the doors for us if we needed to. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so hard right now. Because also everything can change tomorrow. That's the other thing. Well, it did. Like, people were ready to go on cruises. The the cruise before the one that got canceled, they were, like, ready to go on a boat. And then the world shut down. And they were like, hey, by the way, nope, not anymore. And like, even just still now, down. a couple days yeah. ago, I was texting Taryn because they randomly changed the testing requirement. They sure did. Like, yeah. randomly three days ago on a random whatever Tuesday or Wednesday it was, they were like, by the way, um, you can test before you show up at the port now. Yeah. And, and if you, you don't, have to pay for it. And if yeah. you don't, you have to pay at the port. Oh, really? 
So if you don't test beforehand, which you can get a, a you know, one paid for by insurance by like Walgreens, like, you know, you go through the drive through thing and they do the little test for you. You can do that. Or you can just not test and show up at the port and you have to pay $74 per person. Ugh. Per person. And then if they need to do a second test, they charge you 125 for the PCR. Sheesh. So you All could this potentially so be $200 can... per person just to get on the boat. Just, yeah. And All that's not so Disney's that you can fault. Get a R&R, I get so you it. Can get some relaxation. I get it. They need to move the cost because now it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like the way that people are right. normalizing things now, it wouldn't make sense for them to keep on covering it. Right. It's a mess. It's a mess. But you know, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. We're thinking that's positive. Really the, the biggest thing that's going on, it, you know, we're, we're mentally preparing. We're excited. We're, we're preparing to make more content. We're also shifting into a little bit more content creation in this household in general. Yeah. I was really hoping that I could have one of my new projects ready by the time this episode aired. Uh, I do not. But I have some content coming on YouTube soon. I'll, you know what? I won't even say what it is. I'll, okay, I'll yeah. wait until it's out there and then to create some anticipation for something you don't even know is coming uh and then be just be like hey there's a video out there so yeah. you go check out um if you, if you follow my instagram then you might already know what that is but uh that's kind of you know we're, we're taryn is really shifting into content creation in general so you know i'm there to support her mm-hmm. doing that. I shoot for her. I do her photography. I, I taught her how to edit. I sometimes shoot the stuff that she's trying to edit or she shoots her, herself. So we bought, you know, we have more gear now that we used that we didn't used to. We have a drone coming. A new drone just came out, like the newest one. Oh, shit. Um, and that's coming in 10 days, which is really huge. Um, so we the new stuff will be coming out soon. Yeah. So we're kind of just getting pumped that like this vacation is going to be the beginning of a new mindset for us. Of yeah. Like when we go out, how are we going to balance relaxation, comfort? And you're going to figure it out. With, I mean, that's where know. we are. Not we, me, but part of super supportive. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, you can do both. You can enjoy you your can. life and not make it completely about content creation because some people don't have a good balance at it. But when right. you sit, but you're a family, you know what I mean? And like your family yeah. comes first in your house. It's not singly just how do you climb the ladder to the top of the content creator world. And you need that. You need that back and you need that back and forth. Cause And we are so confident that we're doing these for the right reasons. We're not cloud exactly. chasing. It's we're not, not just this is a business. Yeah. You know, this is I I and I'm actually I wanna take this time to ask a question out there and to you as well, Isla. I, I, or more of a statement with remarks. Because I'm now starting to reevaluate and discover post-COVID, post-quarantine, you know, on the other side of this, I got a promotion at work. A lot of people have been changing careers. That's a big thing now, right? People are leaving their jobs or doing new things. Yeah. I'm thinking about like what I do to, there's a lot of focus on making money. There's a lot of, well, what am I going to do as a side hustle? I'm going to get monetized. I'm going to do this and that, right? I used to just make videos because they were enjoyable to make. You know what I mean? I used to take photos and like I, 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 I paused my Instagram posting for a while because it was really stressing me out and it was taking mm-hmm. over my life and I was obsessed with the numbers and all that stuff. And it was, I couldn't, I didn't have enough time to invest to do it in the way that would get me the numbers back. So of course it wasn't thriving and that was frustrating me. So I just kind of held on it. And then uh, somebody reached out to take photos and I went out and took photos again and I was like, you know what? 
I do this for a living. I get money for this. I, I shoot engagements. I shoot graduations. I shoot weddings. I do all this kinds of videos, photos, whatever. And I get clients who cold call me and just be like, hey, I want to pay you to do this thing. Okay, whatever. But I went out and shot with her. No intentions of anything. We were just having a good time. And then I came back and edited this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I got to recapture doing stuff just to fulfill you. Some people play video games. Some people watch TV. Yeah. Some of these, cre- like, but they, but but for people who are creative, yourself included, because you're just killing it on TikTok now. Oh and it's something you. you didn't do before, you know? How are How is your journey in discovering doing something just for fun so yeah i had a mindset switch um i have struggled i have struggled with this my whole life where i have never had uh conventional goals right you know what i mean like i never cared about having a career i never cared about any of that i always wanted to be a mom and i always wanted to be a wife and i accomplished those things very young and you know we're obviously you know you work on your marriage every day you work on parenting every single day but beyond that, I kind of was like, where do I fit in the world? Uh, because everybody cares. In a, this is also an American thing that I've learned. Um, and mm. I'm going to shout out TikTok, which I know people think is so stupid and shallow. But you really do learn a lot about different types of people when you're scrolling yeah. your you page on TikTok. Because How can it, you do? It's, it's small and it's small ends shrinks the world a little bit because you're seeing a lot you know <laughs> I'm watching people from Australia. I'm watching people from Europe. I'm watching people yeah. from Asia. Doing all of these different things. And a real American thing is everything needs to be money-driven. You need to make money doing any hobby that you ever do. Always need to have a side hustle. Always need to have a career goal. Always need to be climbing that ladder. I never wanted that. It always made me absolutely miserable. So I was like, what is wrong with me? Am I lazy? Do I have no work ethic? Mm. Do I have no drive? Right. No. I'm extremely hardworking. Always maintain a job. I'm good at my job. Hmm. It's a quote unquote career, but it's not the center of my life. And Americans have a really hard time with making something the center of their life that's not their job when you become an adult. So you like you have to like really, you know, read into breaking free from that and like learning that things can be you can enjoy your life without it being all about money. And that's what I've just been really trying to like recenter and reevaluate everything. And I'm like, my my. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my goals are literally to be happy with my family and I have so much fun like my TikTok I always used to care about the numbers I used to be like oh my god I'm not getting a lot of views like everybody thinks I'm lame everybody hates me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have literally made videos just for fun for the past month and I've gotten more views and more like followers and actual connections with people than I have in like years of my life on social media because I'm just being who I am. Yeah, and it's way more yeah. fun that way. And if I think people are discovering while they yeah. watch you how much more you're learning about yourself. They can see it. They can feel it. Yeah. And Taryn's doing the same thing. You know, she's really taking charge of her social media accounts and like making a mm-hmm. career out of it, but still keeping her like life and not selling yeah. out. You're not, she's not a sellout. And being, yeah, being genuine. Yeah. A lot of people are. And it sucks because you, you can tell you know what i mean like you can tell right. when it's only about oh hi chicken oh my god the edge jay herself you she's here spicy cheese is it so spicy you need water <laughs> like, 
That's a that's a great that's a really fantastic answer, and it is very similar to my own answer. Uh, I am I am actively trying to. I'm learning now at at the age that I am and at the experiences that I am and where I am in my career how much I need to to slow down to speed up. You know, yeah. Uh, I I need to rethink about my values, my core values, and my my goals and how I frame them, how my own perspective of them is, what the stakes maybe that I'm giving too much of. I'm yeah. making the stakes too high for myself when really in real life the stakes are not that high, and I'm putting all this pressure. On right. This is. I also necessary. learned a lot about how I feel about age too. Because I was one of those people, not trying to be morbid, but I could not see my life past 18. Like, you know mm. how you can visualize things? My entire life, I could not see past 18. And I was like, mm. am I going to die? And <laughs> then when I got to 18, I was like, well, what the fuck happens now? I don't know how right. to be an adult. And then, you know, I got into my 20s and I was like, I still ha- I still feel like I'm a kid. Like, I st- now I'm 27 and I'm like, okay, your 30s are not old. Mm-hmm. Why did I think my whole like th- thirty was it? Like I was like that's it. I'm going into retirement and I'm never gonna yeah. be able to do everything. I'm so close to thirty now, and I'm like, oh, I still don't know what I'm doing. Everybody around me doesn't know what they're doing, and people yep. that are ten years older than me have no idea what they're doing. So yeah. I don't think any of us do, and I think everybody's faking it. Yeah, oh yeah, that, that's that's like for our parents. They were short. faking it. They were because yeah. I look because at Harper now. Were... Sometimes I like I'm I'm like doing something like as a mom, and I'm like. I'm a parent. Like I'll yeah. have those like oh, moments where I'm like, yeah, I'm oh, a my God, I'm an adult. Yeah. I'm the one in charge here. Isn't there a TikTok of someone being like, who is this? Is, is it really dangerous that I'm out here like unsupervised? Like I'm just, like, yeah, no it's really one's paying scary. attention no, to what I, I'm doing. Sometimes I have those moments and I'm like, I think about it all the time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, nobody's like watching me. I still call <laughs> like, my mom and ask her. I, the other day I was making uh, pasta salad. Shout out to pasta salad. Yo, shout uh, out to pasta salad. <laughs> Um, I was making pasta salad the other day and I had this wild idea that I wanted to make Bloody Mary pasta salad because I thought that that would sound good. Like you add Bloody Mary mix and like green olives and You're pickles. like a real big Bloody Mary fan. I fucking love Bloody Marys. Just, I'm not, but I but I know you, you like are, so Bloody I know Mary. that sounds good to you. I'm like, I think that, that would sound really good. What do I do? I call my mom. I'm like, mom, what if I put Bloody Mary mix in my pasta salad? She's like, I don't know, Isla, what if you did it? I'm like, <laughs> do you think that would be good? Like she's you like, permission. She's like, why don't you just try it? And you call me back and you let me know. And I'm like, well, I just, yeah. I just thought that I should run it by you first uh, before yeah. I did that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I am genuinely interested. Uh, if you'd like a topic, if for those of you who like to participate in our show, uh, which we will get into in just a few seconds here. Um, this this would be a great topic to hear from everyone on. Like what? Because because I I we okay. Do the this question little... that you have to answer is: Do you feel like an adult? Well, yes. Yes. First or no? of all, do you feel like an adult? And and the reason why we do this little mini podcast before we do our actual podcast, we have teenagers listening. This is important. We have teenagers listening with their families and talking about real important stuff. Life stuff sometimes is like valuable. <laughs> Other yeah. than like we all share this entertainment, but we're also all still humans. And it, 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 you know, we're going into summer, right? People who are in school are off of school. People who are working for schools are off of school. We're also getting into this, like for most people, warm season, right? And this is going to get into like hot girl summer is a thing for a reason, right? You, you get to reinvent yourself a little bit. Before and you everyone get into, is a like, hot girl. 
Of course, obviously, even guys are hot girl, hot girl yep. summer. Hot I, girl I summer. Hot girl summer all the time. Um, but but sometimes that's not just about your body. That's sometimes also about your mind. It Take is. an opportunity to you know we're we're cycling into a new thing. Restart, refresh, start something new. Um, you know. Rethink about something you maybe put on the shelf before and you want to reevaluate whether you can do it or not. And I'm, I'm the thing I want people to think about is, you know, are you, do you have a new perspective? Um, and if you don't, why not? On on how to just have fun again. We we got fun sucked out of our life for two years plus right mm-hmm. now, right? So like, how do you go re re find that fun again without having that pressure of needing because some people lost their jobs some people had to change careers to like make you know they're making less money now or they had to do something they don't want to do and of course everybody's thinking about how do i make more money the housing market's a mess gas is six dollars everywhere like we're in a recession okay i know you need to make money i know that's important but how are you not just replenishing your financials how are you replenishing your soul? How are you doing it? When's the and last time you, you did something thinking? just out of pure fun? Yes. Just but for you pure have enjoyment. To, you have to choose in your brain. And it's hard. You have to choose it's to switch easy. that off. You know, you got to think differently and go, I want to do this. It's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to get me more followers. It's not going to get me a new account. It's not going to make me go viral. It's not going to make me a cent. But is it going to pay your soul with something? Do you have that in your life? If you don't have it in your life, how do you find it? Or what is there something that you do that you don't do for money that maybe is silly and who cares? You're, we're not going to judge you. That just makes you happy, even though maybe it's a little bit of work, you know, like we have people that we know of right now. Some people in the discord that just like math. <laughs> I like doing things with numbers. Yeah. So I make stuff for fun. I make charts. We have people who draw. They don't sell their stuff. They just draw. And when the thing is done, they look at it and they go, that's pretty. And then they put it away. Like it I love those people. Soul. And, you know, maybe it is partly for views, but like restocking TikToks. They make me so happy. I don't know yeah. why. I'm just like, oh, my God, these are so cute. Or people that make the mini meals. Have, oh my have God. You, I have gotten sucked down into holes. The mini stuff? Like, you mean like tiny things? Like physically yes. small size? This girl, oh, oh my adorable. gosh, I watched one today. She made a potato salad. And it was oh God, so freaking freak tiny. And I was like, Seriously. there's no point to this. You cannot eat it. Yeah. Uh, it was made out of like glue and like food yeah. coloring. and Like, like putty. Um, like some like plastic. And I'm like, but... That made you so happy. I can tell that made you so happy. Do you know what I discovered today? Ambigrams. I didn't know what that word meant, but this morning, something on my For You page, something showed up on my For You page. An ambigram is something that can be read right side up and upside down the same way. And there are there are huh. people, I found an account that was teaching you how to create them because he created a bunch. And then people would be like, okay, do it with this word. Do it with this name. And then he started showing people how he does it. You literally write the word right side up. And you do it on graph paper and every stroke, like downstrokes and upstrokes, every stroke goes in one box and you flip the page upside down and you write the same word with the same one stroke per box right side up. And then you look at it and like connect the two pieces together as if they were one shape. I mean, obviously artists are a little bit better at doing this, but he was showing, I was entranced by this. I'm like going through this page, just post after post after post. And I'm like, I didn't even know what a namogram was this morning, but I looked at this and and I'm like, this person... Not getting paid for this. This person's just doing it and then showing other people how to have joy in that art form just for fun. That's just what we're doing. You well, know? I would like to say I picked up reading again. You did. And I'm very Bart proud. Bart and Harper got me a Kindle for Mother's Day. Shout out to them. That's Shout I out to Kindle. Really <laughs> Yo, Kindles um, are dope. I downloaded a book yesterday and I 
finished the book last night. I yeah. forgot. So I am a reader. I might have said this on the podcast before. I was grounded from the eighth grade until, I mean, from the fifth grade until the 11th grade. From the fifth grade perpetually until grounded. yesterday. Um, I was being grounded for 20 years. I was years. not a rebel. I <laughs> literally did not touch a sip of alcohol until I was probably like 19 or 20. FBI, if you're listening, it was 21. Um, <laughs> but I was like, you know, I was good. I was terrible at school. Not because I was dumb. I was lazy as hell. I if there would be an essay. I don't know how to write an MLA format. Do I want to learn? No. So I would just take a zero. So I would get bad grades, and my parents would ground me for mm. my bad grades. I had nothing but reading. So I loved to read. I I don't see words. You know, I'm one of those people that visualizes words. Yeah, so I'm basically watching a movie. I fucking love it's the reading. Best. It's the but best. I I dropped off reading. So like, it's hard. Takes a lot probably time. when I became a mom. Um, I just yeah. didn't have time for it. You know what I mean? Like Takes I'd rather, a lot of time. I'd rather watch a mindless TV show. And then I thought about it, and I just felt myself like getting dumber. <laughs> if you're just constantly only ingesting like Twitter feeds, your brain yeah, rots. Yeah. My brain was rotting, and I can admit that. I will like to shout out Isla for uh, saying that she feels dumber, but then uh, in a, the most popular word game uh, in the country, maybe the world, Isla gets twos in Wordle almost every day. Okay, Wordle is another out. thing that I do that just literally <laughs> brings me joy. It brings me a lot of anger and frustration, but it also brings me joy. But you're so good at it. <laughs> like, so that's why I'm good at it, because time. I'm a reader. I know I have no idea how to pronounce words. I am an in my head reader. Do not ask me how to say anything because I have been pronouncing them incorrectly in my head my whole life. I've never asked it. Sure. I did not learn that epitome was not epitome Epitome. until I said it in front of like 50 people. Epitome. Embarrassed the absolute fuck out of myself. Yeah. Um, I said paradigm one time when the word is paradigm, but that's a stupidly spelled word. So that's not my fault. uh, I also (laughs) went to the florist for my wedding and I was like, I want peonies. Aww. And she was like, babe, it's peonies. And I was like, babe, bestie. <laughs> so anyway, I now read for fun again. And I'm going to, when we're done recording, you know, I'm going to hang out uh, with my family for a little bit. And then I'm going to read another book because I'm, I'm so happy. It makes me so freaking happy, especially when I finish a book. Because it's not for anyone else. I'm just like, wow, I got to the end and it was so good. It really is fulfilling. It really, if I think the closure, I think, is the thing of, of you feeling. And like you always you, get closure unless there's another. You book. always, but well, but even still, you still get the closure of that piece of it. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, our questions are: What are you doing? That is for pure joy only. Absolutely no other motive. And when did you feel like an adult? It, it, if there's anyone out there, I know we have a lot of people in different age ranges that listen to the show. I don't care how old you are. If you feel like an adult, let me know. Yeah. Because I no, I have I, a goal to get to. And uh, that our, is to one day not feel like a child. Our two active teens right now. Sorry, I'm making sure that my dog is not. Yeah, to uh, to Megan and Lucas and any other teenager that's listening and has not reached out, um, you will probably never feel like an adult. Sorry. Well, I was going to say you qualify. So don't feel like you're going to age yourself out of this. I, I want to know, like. <laughs> I know, swear. What, what are your, to somebody above, if a teenager calls in and says that they feel like an adult, I'm going to just knock myself well, no, out. No, no. Well, not that they feel like an adult, but like, like goal-wise, do you have something you like to do for fun that you don't plan on becoming famous on the oh, internet yes, for, yeah, right? No, you know yeah, what I mean? You're eligible like, for that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, like, it's not like, oh, I'm going to do this every single day for two years so that I can become viral. That's so extra. Like, everybody gets so frantic about it. They're like, I have to do this 5,000 times so that I can, you know, like, Look become famous. and Elise right, Myers. Easy. 
Oh, I love Elise Myers so much. That bitch shows up every day and just is, I don't know if she's a plant. You know, maybe she's making all of this stuff up, but she makes me feel so seen. In well, she's every a professional comedian, she so she's good at yeah, telling but stories. Like, but I believe all of them. <laughs> she's she makes me feel so valid. The street meet one really sent me over the edge. The other street day. meet, <laughs> guys, go look up Elise Myers. E L Y S E. Elise, you have to know um, who Elise. She does coffee talks. She yeah. talks to the camera, uses many hand movements. That's me many. in a nutshell, and puts up cute little stickers for her story. It's so engaging. You could sit on her account for hours. I do all the time. Um, anyway, wow. Anyway. This was our mini podcast before the podcast, which I think we should make a real thing because. Yeah, know. we're going to have wait, to call this segment wait. besides, hey, how are you? We already did this. We already did this. What did we it call was it? Last week. It was, it was like coffee talk or something. Somebody, somebody. Oh my gosh, Granny's dying. Something. Patty? Yes. Uh, uh, God, we're the worst. We did was it a text message? It was, it was a text chat. message, wasn't it? Coffee. Let something. me look, look. Let me go in the archives. Let me go in the archives. Let me look so I know. It was a coffee chat at Granny's or something. We said we were just talking about this off the air. I think it was it was either Addie or Emily. It was somebody from the Discord. Somebody from the Discord said this. I oh, super apologize for forgetting who it was. This is on uh, the fly right now. We are we're like looking up the the text messages right now to see if we can find it. I'm now looking through Discord as well. Anyway, so we've seen All right, we we'll figured out. In the beginning, for people who are just joining us for the first time, said we were Once Upon a Time podcast. And at this point, about 35 or so minutes in, they're like, you are totally liars. Uh, and you don't talk about Once Upon a Time. You just have a random other podcast. Yes, that's true. We do that first. And now we will talk about Once Upon a Time. And you probably have already seen the duration of this episode and realized that we only talk about a lot of stuff. So that's just the first part. The first part is mini po- our, our mini podcast would have been 45 minutes long where we just like, that was it. Okay, we'll see you next week. But then we attach an entire TV podcast to the end of it. Why? Just because Isla and I like to talk to each other because we're friends. Uh, <laughs> this is how this, yeah. has, this is our relationship. We don't get paid for this. <laughs> no, we just. Yeah, oh, my God. Just how, that we, we proved it. We put okay. our money where our mouth We started this, this with absolutely thing. no intention of anybody listening to it. This was purely because we wanted to watch Once Upon a Time again and talk about it. Yeah. This is an example of the thing that we're doing and not like, listen, to every single person who has ever paid money out of their wallets to support us on the show, we thank you dearly. And we know that you were doing it out of the goodness of your hearts and just to, to support us and to support this thing that you like. It was not the point though right. of the show we're not doing it so that we can like leave our jobs and make full-time money on this no that we're not is doing a bonus. It to get famous we're not we're literally yeah. doing it to find people who enjoy once upon a time and enjoy the type of personality that we have and give you guys the best entertainment that yeah, you that's, deserve that's you it know? so part of that entertainment is you learn a little bit about us and sometimes you talk about real stuff and sometimes it's like a little talk show anyway we're done with that part. So now we can talk about the actual show. And this is the part right away uh, where you can participate in anything you just heard in the yes. mini podcast before the Granny's Diner Coffee Talk thing that we're looking for the name of. Again, I really apologize. It's so embarrassing. Um, so we are going to uh, do a segment that is dedicated to you, the listener, so you can find out how to participate in the show. And we call that segment the Storybrook Daily Mirror. Storybrook Daily Mirror. Uh, thank you, newsboys, by the way. I don't want to be rude. Um, the Storybrook Daily Mirror is a newspaper 
hence the Newsboys, that is uh, distributed in this town of Storybrooke in the fictional world of Once Upon a Time. And so we took that out and said, well, this is a newspaper that now we have that you can contribute to. So if you'd like to contribute to anything you just heard in the mini podcast, uh, this is how you do it. Isla, tell the people how they can uh, have their voice be heard. Storybrooke Daily Mirror, segment dedicated to you. Isla, how'd you get into SDM? She's reading the notes right now. Thank you for that. I read the transcription of our, of our show notes. Have you heard of Apple Podcasts? Is that where you're listening to our show? Well, did you know that you could leave a five-star review for this show? <laughs> the Storybook Circus on Once Upon a Time podcast? We would love that. And we would read your five-star review on the air as a thank you for your commitment. <laughs> We also have an email address, the SBCpod at gmail.com. You can write us an email and we will once again read it on the pod as a thank you to your commitment to us. We have a phone number. It is the 207 area code for Maine because we are the most on-brand podcast there ever was. My computer is not scrolling right now. That's so great. So anyway, we have a phone number. Uh, 207-536-8512. Again, that phone number is 207-836-8512. I- Almost. 536-8512. You're at one number. Wow. Anyway, so You're that's so our close. phone number. Uh, <laughs> you can call us. It will uh, be voicemail. You can leave us a voicemail, and we are going to... Let's see what we're going to do. We're going to listen to it on the podcast because we want to thank you for your commitment to our show. You can also text that number. You can send us a text message and we will read it on the show because we love you and we thank you for your commitment to the show. We have a Discord where you can talk to us and you can talk to everybody in Brookie Nation. And it is so much fun. Absolutely no sarcasm on that whatsoever, even though my voice is extremely monotone. Love you all in the Discord. Join it. Be our friend. People are joining still every week, and it's amazing. That link will be in our show notes bio. We have an Instagram, the SBC pod. We have personal Instagrams at Isla Sikorsky, at Mackie Mouse Media, where you can keep up with our life because we are so entertaining. Yes. That's it. That's how you get into the Storybook Daily Mirror. That was lovely. What the hell is wrong with my computer? That was uh, that was fantastic. Thank you so much for that. Uh, those are all of the ways that you can contribute. If you'd like to voicemail, if you'd like to text, email, any of those things. Uh, uh, clearly, we gave you a lot to talk about in the first part. So, so guess what we get go- to do now? Uh, we get to do all of the reading. Of, we get to we get to do this, yeah. Of the notes that uh, came in, I don't remember what order we want to do it in. I well, let's do it on the fly. We'll do text message first. Hell just for, yeah! All right, for okay. phonesies. Um, so we have a text from, uh, Lacey, not real Lacey, who we talked about last time. Is this Hey Mackie and Isla? Yeah. uh, Hey Isla and Mackie? Yes, the second one. Hey Isla and Mackie, I was just listening to your episode 32, Queen of Hearts, and at the end of it, you two were talking about why Regina had to adopt Henry instead of having a baby herself. And yes, Mackie, you are correct. There is an episode that explains how Henry was adopted. Okay, we have not watched it yet. Skip, 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 skip. Redacted, redacted, redacted. It's an incredibly sad and twisted episode, but it does show the full story. I'm obviously still very behind, and I know it's possible you two have already figured that out. We have not, so you are not that far behind. But I just wanted to make sure you knew. I love how Once Upon a Time is not afraid to play the long game. I think it's one of the reasons the show is so special and intriguing. 
Hope you all are doing well. I love the podcast and I listen to it almost every day. See you in the Enchanted Forest. I want everybody to never apologize or feel bad for being behind. You're not. Because you know what? We're perpetually behind. So it's okay. (laughs) That's true. That's true. We are perpetually behind. Uh, Come to us as you are. There's really no such thing. Uh, And I love people who are either binging or especially the people who are like, oh, I went back to them. I'm like, you listened yeah. to this episode twice? <laughs> Some of our episodes are four hours long. I'm like, wow, people like went back and did it again. It's fantastic. <laughs> but um, I also agree. I love that Once Upon a Time can really draw. We're dealing with them drawing something out right now. You know what I mean? Like we're trying to figure out the origins of some characters. And right. oh, it's, I don't know. I love it. It's like Lost. Yeah, it very very much so. Um, and we do get a little bit of a heads up if if we don't. I mean, we watched the show before, so some of it we remember. But we do get a, a little bit of a heads up um, on what things connect to future things because when we do the research to you know on the wiki, sometimes yeah. there there's a, there's a section that we pull from called episode connections. But we uh, actually don't even pull from it anymore we, because yeah. Unless there's something like really interesting that we already did, but most of it is saying, oh, the reason for this ends up here or the reference that they're making is from this. It's usually really like kind of silly things that don't really matter. Um, But the really important things are typically about future seasons. Um, And so sometimes we we run into that. Um, So... We yes, we did figure it out ish. Um, but we also in our rewatch are trying to like not recall things on purpose because yeah. we still there are some still surprises that we don't remember. Yeah, like, not like remembering we who else is once in the cage talked or whatever. about watching the show before we recorded the episode, and yeah. we quickly realized that we loved being caught off guard too much. Yeah, yeah, because the reactions are so great. So, so even though like we remember, and I and I know what you're talking about. I, I do remember what that reveal is, but we're not even kind of mentioning that as a thing. And there's some people who are watching for the first time, so we're trying not to spoil and stuff. But um, uh, of course, there's nothing wrong with you pointing that out here because no, you're for the right. People who are we all in the know, do you know, want to know like a, if we're gonna know about it. It's a nice wink and a nudge, you know, especially for as as things are coming back to us mm-hmm. uh, from on the second watch or the third or fourth watch, depending on who you are. Who you are. Um, th- those things do color your interaction with it now. You know, you're like, oh, I remember there was something yeah. in there. Or, or even if you're like, I remember there was something about it, but I don't remember what, you know, it's, yep. it's always kind of fun and interesting. But um, but to your point. How Once Upon a Time is not afraid to play the long game is one of my favorite parts. It's how Lost did it. It's how my favorite show Revolution does it. Um, there's these things that pay off in the future. And and J.J. Abrams projects in particular are not afraid to not even know what the long game is. And there's a, a beautiful art form in creating a long game that you didn't even have in the plan when you started. That's right. hard to do, man. To like retcon half of it in and then like reestablish some rules that make it justified and then write a whole future yeah. on it. I don't know how writers do that, honestly. It's really gorgeous how how they, they fab- fabricate that, you know? Um but yeah, you're not behind and we are but we are looking forward to you catching up and hearing more of your thoughts on future episodes. So uh Queen of Hearts is a good one too cuz like we start to get into all of that, the stuff that's going to come back, yeah. you know, like later and especially this Regina stuff and especially the Regina that we know now. Like look at how far she's come from that time. Yes. You know what I mean? Like when Cora first showed up, like how much of a different character 
just not only Lana is contributing to it, but how it's not just about her anymore. For a right. long time, it was just about her and her vengeance, and that's it. And now she's kind of a player in a bigger thing. Uh, in fact, a lot of this is not focused on her at all. She's kind of a supporting role right now, and and she will have you know more going forward. But um, but thank you for your contribution, yeah. um, Lacey. It's a great text message. Uh, we have. Let's do voicemails and then we'll end with the email. I think that's that feels like a good plan. So uh, first off for voicemails, we have – I'm just going to double-check my patch, which is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Lucas. Hi, it's Lucas. Um, I have a lot to say about the past couple of episodes, so <laughs> bear with me. Lucas always um, starts with I have a lot to off, say. First off, if that. you ever don't have – any voicemails or anything for the uh, Storybrooke Daily Mirror, let me know. I like hearing the sound of my own voice. I'll call in. We love I'll hearing your voice to too, Lucas. Um, I mean that so genuinely. Also, we do, yeah. um, with the rewind time thing, I'm sure someone in the Discord mentioned that this past episode, I still couldn't hear like the Will Smith part of it. I just heard like the... Um, so I would like to um, audition for the replacement. Oh, my God. I have thoughts. So, yeah, just let me know. Um, that would be amazing. Okay, we're also, calling Lucas you in. You definitely need to do the you, David, sound, because that is hilarious. Okay. And I love <laughs> yes. that idea. I forgot we said that. Um, <laughs> so I always get a little bit worried when I send in voicemails that are a little bit more aggressive, even though you guys always – find them entertaining i'm scared i'm gonna take it a step too far there's and I'm saying no this, such thing <laughs> but the fact that i'm about to go into a rant so yeah i have very dark um, humor lucas You're i okay. disagree with you guys yeah. with the whole no baby thing i think you guys thought of it more as a she wanted a second child because she was sad that her first child was all grown up i mean i will you mentioned that with like harper like you miss her being uh like baby baby but that's not enough reason for you to have another kid and fair enough yeah just to have a baby but it's yeah. very different circumstances of snow white did not raise a kid yeah. oh, but that was her she fucking choice ha- like didn't have a True. choice yes she did she had to give emma up because <laughs> even if she didn't it's not like they would be together in storybrook regina specifically wanted her to suffer it's a so, good point I don't Turn think it, it was selfish of her to say that. And I don't even think Emma took it that way. Like, Snow White, like, I think she just wants to be a mom and wants to raise a kid. And I think that's fair. Um, So I don't really agree with you guys on that being a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I have, like, a list of things to say. And one of the bullet points just says, I told you. I have no idea what that's referring to, but I stand by it. I told you. Um, also, Mackie, you tried to give me a hard time when I was like, when I called you out because you said that like right before season three started, like, we got to get through like the first half of season three and then we're going to get like a really good villain. And now you're over here talking about how awesome Pan is as a villain. So fight me. I was right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even remember what I was referencing to. Oh, sorry. It's cut. Oh, I was, like, <laughs> I was like waiting for it to keep going. <laughs> I don't remember specifically what I was referencing because I remember that I was trying to be to not give away what I knew 
because so yes. I, I I very well might have been thinking about Pan, but not remembering that Pan shows up really early. Because in my memory, Pan didn't show up until no. I m- think like you later. said that Pan wasn't impressing you as a villain at that point. It was something like that, and you were like, "But I think we're gonna get a better one later on." My favorite villain on the show hasn't showed up yet. So yeah. it's, it's and it's not Pan, and Pan is probably number. Well, I don't know. My I wouldn't say the most dangerous villain. Just my favorite villain. Um, I think Pan is probably the most. Probably the most dangerous. My favorite probably villain most, is only like, because scariest. of like who plays the villain. He, yeah. they have not shown up yet. <laughs> nice try, <laughs> <laughs> valiant effort. Um, yeah, I'm, I am, I'm, I and I and, but I'm thinking about that. And if you're thinking about the same one that I'm thinking about, that doesn't show. That doesn't happen in season three. That's so I'm like I'm thinking about it's who beyond. I would have thought of. Honestly, no, I can't trust myself though because I think things happen at different points in the show every time. That's I'm what like, I mean. Oh, That's what I mean. So, so I don't I, know when I, my favorite villain shows up. I can't remember. I don't remember if when I said oh, we're going to get through the first half and then we're going to get a good villain in the second half of season three if I'm remembering that it was, in fact, Pan I was talking well, about and just not just misquoting the time. Lucas, so we might be talking about the same thing. Lucas here. disagrees with you. Well, I felt... I, He's mad at me right he, now. He, he said my name and when it, as soon as it came out of his mouth, I was like, oh, I am in trouble. He said Maggie and I was scared. <laughs> like I, no. I was like, I feel it. I was like, Shay, you're it. grounded. I was like, I am, you are I grounded am t- right now. I am grounded. I am grounded. And um, like to, for Lucas and everyone out there before we get back to his cutoff voicemail, um, there the line is disrespect. That's our line. As long as you are not disrespectful, if you are being sarcastic or, you know, cheeky or anything like that, fair game. It's oh, you only mean about, when like, you're disrespectful. Yeah, no, like how you approach yeah. things. Like Yeah, yeah. Like, guys, we're not very, actually fighting with Lucas, by the way. I have a very, very <laughs> New England, very Massachusetts specific type of humor, and it's mm. fucked. Yeah. Like I yeah, know yeah, that. Which I also share. If you as, are as from Wisconsin, you're probably like, Jesus, she's an asshole. She's um, aggressive. Yeah. Like, yeah. So like fair game. As long as you don't cross that disrespect line, which no nobody in Ricky Nation does or ever would. So Well, like one or two people have in the beginning, and we were very quick to be like, get out of here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nope. Yeah, but they're not in Ricky Nation. They <laughs> yeah, were like yeah, yeah, weird yeah. randos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're obviously not actually fine. I think this play fight that we've had with Lucas for the whole time. Since uh, is, Lucas started calling into the show. Um, is hilarious and I love it so much. <laughs> I love it so because much. Because we know he actually loves us. It's not like a, you know what I mean? Like, we're it's not, basically a part of the family now. We're, um, yeah, because it's how you fight with your brothers. It's, you're, you're like, yeah. stop, stop. I hate yes, you. Yes, yes. I don't really hate you. Yeah, Lucas um, is the little brother that we wanted. It's, you are the, uh, what? Anointed little brother of the whole crew. Yeah. Of like Birkin Asia. Oh yes, it's not. A, it's not a mascot. That's that's demeaning. This is like no, 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 no. family. He's the right? little brother. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I understand where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from on the Snow White thing, and she just wants to be mom. I fully admit that we are projecting because we know some people who are not so great um, and do things for bad reasons, and we project that onto situations that we see sometimes and and pretend that they are people that we have experienced in real life and that get, give, gives us a bad taste in our mouth, right? Because we have experienced people who are like, well, I want a kid 
And what they really mean is I want a handbag, you know, like I want yep. an accessory because it makes me feel better. I'm like, that's not a reason to have a kid. <laughs> like, you're, It's a whole human like life that you have to then like is going to be its own person. And you're just treating it like an accessory to your own life. That's and those people that we're talking about, it's very extreme cases. It's not people who are just like, I want to be a mom so that I can give to other people. That's not who we're talking about. It's a very we're touchy about, subject. It's very Yeah, we're talking about people personal. who are intentionally selfish. And that's not necessarily what Snow White's trying to do. But we have a hard time shutting it off in our own brains. That's an us problem. But you know what? It's not a problem because everybody's allowed to experience things differently. We all... Like, you never look at something in the same lens that somebody else is. So, like, we're allowed to be mad at Snow right now. And Lucas is allowed to be, like, she just really wants to be a mom. She's a motherly type of person. And that's fine. Both are right. And I I think that read is totally reasonable. Yeah. Considering what Snow White's been through. If I didn't go through and see the things that I've seen in my life, I might agree with you. Yeah. Like, that viewpoint. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I see what he's saying. And I'm in my brain, I'm like, that makes sense. You know what I mean? But then it does. And I mean, my heart I, I know is like, point. no, <laughs> I know you're and you're a mother, too. So that makes a difference. And I know, excuse me, I know what you mean by saying, like, it was her choice to do that. But I think Lucas brought up a really good point here that if she hadn't done that, not only would they have not been saved, but the curse would have made sure that they didn't get to grow up together anyway. So it probably and would that have, is you know? the whole that is the one point that I do like wholeheartedly like, agree uh, with. Like, yeah, yeah, all right. The outcome because Emma always says, and she said it and I have agreed with her, but until Lucas just said that, because I used to agree with Emma when she said, but at least I would have had a life with you. We would have been together. But not, Lucas is right. You wouldn't have because the whole point of the curse was to make Snow as miserable as possible. Would Regina ever give her her child? Yeah, Yeah, of course not. Um, And the town would have been cursed forever because she's the only one who could have saved them and she would have been brainwashed. No, the only thing was Snow should have gone in the tree. with her. And then you have to go back to blaming um, Geppetto Geppetto because... He put his kid first, where Snow put the greater good first. So who's right? But, and then you get but into only that he whole and the ordeal. blue fairy knew that it was there was enough power for two people. Snow didn't know there was enough power. Yeah. For two. So so then then you're like, well, did the blue fairy by keeping that? It's just like, like it gets. It's really, a mess. We can't get into it. But and honestly, they like they just needed to tell the viewer like, look, it's got to be this way. Right? We gave you like a light explanation. Like, yeah. don't overthink it. Just like let go with it. So that and if you do, we'll never figure out what it really is because it's a TV yeah, show yeah. and it's not real. So, <laughs> um, but Lucas here is is as always uh, <laughs> wise beyond your years, bringing a lot of clarity to yeah. some of our, and you know what I appreciate about every time he calls um, the, we, we get to have our, I like you're saying like, we're allowed to feel that way. Lucas allowed to feel that way. But I think this, we get to have our grievances checked by a third party who is very mm-hmm. objective to see. Cause I, I actually love when I'm, when it's more obvious to us that we are projecting our yeah. own feelings and experiences on something. Cause it, to me, it can separate out like our feelings with David is the same way. Like Leo's doing this thing. And some of it is by design. They're supposed to make you like, not like what he's doing. Right. And then it gets into like soap opera land. But, um, so the, I don't think it's, was meant to be as an extreme of a reaction as we had. And I think the extreme part is because we added a little bit of our own, 
trauma onto it, right? Of stuff we are going through now, stuff we've been going through in the last, you know, few years recently, and then stuff from even before you and I knew each other. It's like we're we're totally piling on um, for the, the, the male figures in our life that have maybe done this wrong or whatever yeah. you know, because of stuff like this and we're like i wish dad i mean david would do this you know yeah. like we're, we're, we're clearly like doing Whoops. it to ourselves and it's always nice to have someone even aggressively be yeah, like yeah because sometimes no, when you dude. put two crazies in a room they start making more crazy and then yeah, somebody become they, trauma you know sisters. the nurse has to come in and be like break it up break yeah, yeah, yeah. it up go so that's us to you in our i say jackets. thank you i say thank you lucas for Keeping us on our, keeping us honest, keeping us, us in honest, check. truly, yeah, keeping us in check. Um, all right, let's continue with Lucas's thought. All right, it is still Lucas. Um, I have more to say. So, with Emma's apology to Neil at the end of the last episode, where she's like, "Sorry, I wished you were dead," and you guys didn't like that she apologized because, like, she didn't really need to. And I agree with you, like, she didn't need to apologize. But also, I don't think I could look somebody in the eyes and say, I was hoping you were dead, and then not apologize. That is a terrible thing to say. I would feel bad. I I would apologize. All right. You're just a really good person. Also, (laughs) with, with David lying about, in good form, David lying about what happened with Hook, and he was like, Hook, like, shoved me out of the way to save me from an arrow. So, like, Hook got recognition. I know it was just more lies, but I liked that. I think that since episode one of season three, it it was very clear that David did not like Hook. But he wanted to make sure that Emma, but everybody knew that he saved his life. And I think that's cool. Um, Also, Dr. Harper has not been... In the podcast recently, and it's very sad. I miss her cameos. Oh, she has a so bad time. I'm sorry. Yeah, also, to everybody, thank you for um, all the comments in the Discord about prom. That was really sweet. Yeah, Lucas, what's up, prom? Yeah. So, for the moment, we've all been waiting for. Here you go. What's happening? What is happening? Hi, Mackie. Hi, Isla. Hi, Brookies. I don't have nearly as much to say as Lucas does. Shocker. Um, I just wanted to let you all know that you guys are rapidly becoming my favorite people. And that's it. Stay gold. Stay rumpa. See you in Neverland. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Okay, so for those of you who don't have any idea what's going on, it's uh, mom. That is Katie, which is Lucas's mom, the Lucas family. Um, so now we've we have Lucas, Katie, and Zach. Beth. That's three. That's three. We got three. We got three. Of the fam. Uh, thank you so much for for jumping on to say hi. Uh, and it's okay that you don't have nearly as much to say. That's totally fine. But the fact that we're becoming your favorite people is amazing. Oh my god! Wow. Thank you. That's seriously. That means a lot to us. It really does. No, seriously. <laughs> like, uh, we, you know, this is just. That gave just me an idea, anything. though. I want to compile all of the Brookies saying, stay gold, stay rumple. It's a great idea. That should be the end of the show. Yeah. That's a great idea. No, we're going to make that happen. Somebody, Miranda, someone write this down. <laughs> Guys, Colin. <laughs> so, Addie. Let's splice them all together. Anyone. 
people, anyone watching, all of our Discord people, Mel, Emily, Leo, everyone. Please. Uh, yes. So, um, that's a great idea. I love that because that that ending, just hearing that, gave me legitimate goosebumps. Chills. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I said this in the show also, before. Also, this isn't, sorry, this isn't video, but we both had the same reaction where we both went, we threw our hands up in the air and we went, huh? And then we covered our mouths. And we then we covered our mouths. Eyes. Yeah. What are these? Yeah. Hands. Those are hands. Yes, they are. Hands. <laughs> 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 Clam shells. No, I mean hands. <laughs> um, so, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the West Wing Weekly, the podcast dedicated to the West Wing rewatch from someone that used to act on the West Wing and another, his friend. Every single time at the end of their show, um, because a character on the show, the guy who plays the president, Martin Sheen plays the president. That's what the whole show is about. Um, he says, you know, okay, what's next? And there's an episode dedicated to him talking to the, his cabinet, right? His, his chief people. Uh, and he's, and they're, they're looking at each other. And, and he says, when I say what's next, it's cause I'm moving on. I'm already past that. I want, I, we have to get to business. And it was him like finding his confidence as a president as yeah. a leader, and being like, look, we're, we're here to make moves. Let's do it. So at the end of their show, which is what inspired us to have a catch line at the end of the show, um, they would one, there was two guys. One of them would say, okay. The other would say, okay. And they would say, what's next together. Uh, then they would have guest stars on the show. And so at the end of the shows with the guest stars, some of which were actors on the show and production people and whatever, one guy would say, okay. And the other guy would say, okay. And then the guest star would say, what's next on what, however. Oh, recording. cool. But they did a couple of live episodes well into like deep seasons, right? When this became like a really big deal where they rented out a theater of thousands yep. and they did the entire show live. And during that show at the end, one guy said, okay. And the other guy said, okay. And they recorded the entire theater screaming what's next. And I got emotional about it. It was like, it immediately gave it like, it gives you chills the way that like a really crazy, insane performance yeah, on yeah, a stage yeah. show happens or something really gorgeous. And I was like, Oh my God, this is like so touching that it, that it reaches that far. That many people. Yeah. And that's, and I just was taken back to that moment in hearing that on this show for the first time of hearing like, mo you know, like that yeah. a moment like that, that brings people together. So your idea is so more than fabulous and I love it. And I really think we need to do it because I think, the fact that we open up the show um, with Brookie Nation, I think, really means a lot. Yeah. It's, it, there's a fabric to that that everybody can be involved in. So we will figure out a way to make that happen. Anyway, Lucas also very, very good points here as well. Um, in regards to the apology, I agree. In regards to the the him lying, uh, I, I don't remember if we actually talked about that on the show. I did consider it for a brief moment. It, we have a lot of problems with the justifying one bad action with a good action, mm -hmm. especially, especially if that bad action is something you already regret, you immediately don't want to do, and you try and cover that up by, by creating some reason that someone should applaud you or, or not be mad at you or whatever, right? So trying to erase one bad with a good. Mm-hmm. And I understand how admirable that can be, potentially, you know, if you're like, you have to do a hard thing 
maybe it's lying, which is not that doesn't really fly with us. But I, I know people who can to say like an omission of truth or something to mm-hmm. not hurt someone is more important, whatever. So if you have to do that and it's a hard thing, you still try and show that person that you care by reinforcing it with other good things, too. I understand the honor behind trying to at least, you know, make an attempt mm-hmm. to be better. But I have a lot of examples in my life of people who manipulate and use that poorly, you know, like use that and take advantage, Mm -hmm. knowing that people will go, oh, but you did this good thing. So it's okay. And I'm like, well, no, is it? No. So, so that's, again, me projecting. Yep. Um, But. I do see the point here of of the fact that out of the things that he could have done, the fact that he did maybe also show Hook that he was like, hey, I did something for you. I, re- I do remember there was like a moment with them where where I think it was a moment where Hook was like, oh, that's nice. Like, you know, like, like he was touched by yeah, it yeah, at yeah. some point. I don't remember. I remember that vaguely. So th- there is a good piece in that, that like David's not. Okay, he's not evil. We already knew that. He's not he's not malicious, yeah. right? He's caught up in in a in a lie ball that he's weaving himself and he's not doing it cuz he's a bad guy. He just made some mistakes. I get that. Yeah. And we don't like truly hate him to his core because of that. Because he's not fully a bad guy, you yep. know? He's not a villain, but he is doing some and I think we are both very like protect the woman, you know? Mm-hmm. Not because she's weak, but because she's often not given the protection she deserves and given the given the autonomy and the respect that she deserves. We both, the two of us, feel that way. That's how I treat my wife. That's how we treat our friends. That's how, right? Yeah. So it's hard to watch someone disrespect. I know it's stupid. Like, Snow to us is like one of our girlfriends, right? Yeah. It's like someone that we would, right? Exactly. And we're watching, you know, her get disrespected. And so if this was our friends, if Snow and, and David were two of our friends who were married and he was doing that to her, we would turn on him the same way mm-hmm. in real life. You know what I mean? So like, I think that's a little bit how we watch TV is these people are now in our life. They're, they're yeah. real people and they're our friends. And how would we, you know, react if they were doing, which is don't watch TV like that. <laughs> it's not a good idea. It's really, it ties you in way too close. You get yeah. way too invested. I would not recommend it. If you can do anything else, do that. <laughs> but just as an explanation to why, why we may, because I know we sound crazy to people like Lucas. We sound like we're, we're very extreme. We are. And it's just us it's as people. It's the but trauma. Um, it's the, we are trauma sisters. I can't spend time apologizing because I'd be apologizing for the rest of my life. So. Forever. <laughs> and you will be very excited uh, that, Dr. Harper is in this episode. So when you listen back to this one, it'll we've been we've been taping at night when she's asleep, but she was up today, so that was a good one. Um so thank you again for all of your contributions with us as always. And that it's always a family affair. Thank you, Katie. Appreciate Happy to that. have you um, here on the Daily Mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so now we have uh we actually have an international caller. Uh, I don't know anything about international codes. If anyone wants to give us the tell tea. me what, yeah, like how how the international phone numbers work. Because I always want to know. So I don't understand how this works at all. Because it's like a bunch of crazy numbers. I'm like I don't know where that comes from. Uh, so this is exciting because it also didn't transcribe it. So we're gonna experience this for the because f- you didn't listen to this before, right? No, yeah, I don't sorry. listen to the voicemails so, before the show ever. All right, so let's uh, let's see let's see the mystery caller. 
Oh my god, that was so cute. Like, I was uh, listening to your uh, voice, Mackie, and it was so cute. You were, you were like saying, no judgment, and we are all friends, and that's really cute. But anyways, hi, my name is Nelly, and I was just calling in to say uh, that this podcast is amazing. I love it so much. It's like the best ever, and um, just Oh my god, I just love it. 10 out of 10. Like 11 <laughs> out of 10. 100 out of 10. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I was the one texting you on DM, by the way. I don't really know if you remember. Um, but I was like texting, I was like asking if, um, you could, um, leave a voice message on the Instagram DM. But, uh, yeah, I was calling in instead, I guess. But anyways, before uh, I, because I'm going to tell you a fun story, but before I do that, I just wanted to tell you that I'm from Sweden, so my English is not Sweden. Wow. So yeah, but anyways, the story, so I was in a live, and it was, um, you know, the actress that plays Lucy in season seven? Yeah, uh, she had a live Mm, uh, hmm. on Instagram and I uh, and she was like reading our comments or well, not comments you know when like yeah I don't, I don't really know what it's called but uh, like in the live stream when you comment or yeah so I commented um, and recommended this podcast actually because I was like saying uh, there is a once upon a time podcast that is called um, the Storybrook Circus and I was like recommended it, recommending it to her and um, saying that you guys talked about it, it will be fun to like, if someone from once upon a time listen to your podcast and that would be very cool. So I what? like recommended it to her and she was like reading it for herself, but out loud, but she was like whispering, but I heard that she read it and then she just, it, ignored me and I was like oh shit oh that was embarrassing <laughs> she was like reading it and then she like oh I shouldn't have read that like her face was like saying oh I shouldn't have read that I do not want to listen to their podcast um so that was really rude no I'm just kidding but <laughs> yeah um okay this is really long I'm talking so much but yeah and also, I recommended it. So, it cut off, and we have a second call. Uh, first of all, Sweden. Sweden. That is amazing. First of all, we have a oh listener gosh. from Sweden. We got to put that on the map. Did you get that name, Melly? Is that, was that right? I heard Danelli. Okay. I, it broke it up. It broke in my up. I couldn't hear yeah. it as well. I heard Ellie. Let's see if we can get it again. It's just because of the phone. Yeah. Um, it's uh, not you. Quality. Um. Let's see. Uh, uh, I think the reference in the very beginning of the voicemail is to my incoming yes, no, message. Yes, no, yes, the voicemail message. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the recording message. Mackie. And it was so cute. You were, you were like saying no judgment and we are all friends. And that's really cute. But anyways, hi, my name is Denali. And Denali. Just calling yeah, we'll go with that for now. Please tell us if Please we correct us. your name wrong. 
please, please, please correct us because we would like to make sure that we are saying your name correctly. Anyway, uh, we should check the Instagram DM and see if the name appears there. But um, uh, we will go on to the second yes. uh, voicemail. Okay. Okay, so I guess this is part two because I think I didn't know it was like time limited. Uh, but yeah, this is part two, I guess. But anyways, I'm going to keep it short or like talk fast. But, uh, and I also recommended uh, this podcast to Kristen Bauer. I, it's, uh, she's playing, um, uh, oh, Maleficent in Once in a Time. So yeah, but she was like, uh, I don't think she saw it, but she said hi to me. So, yeah, I'm cool. No, but, uh, yeah, so I recommended it to her, too. But anyways, I have one last thing to say, and that's uh, that I'm very mad at you guys because uh, you talked um, when, I don't really know which episode it was, but it was Emma, she was talking to, uh, or Jennifer Morrison talking to Jennifer Goodwin or Snow, (laughs) Emma talking to Snow. Uh, so you were like commenting on her lips that they were upside down, and I also have lips like that. And I'm not uh, getting offended here. I I'm just uh, I was just laughing, uh, laughing, laughing. And but at the same time, I felt so bad uh, for <laughs> like Jennifer Morrison because she can't help, and I can't help that we have. Uh, lips that are, uh, that are shaped like that. Mm-hmm. But, I do uh, too. <laughs> but anyway, um, that was kind of funny still though. So yeah. But um, that was like all I wanted to say. And also, well, I have so much to say, but okay. So uh, I thought you looked completely different from what, uh, because I went to your Instagram now because I wanted to call in and I just saw a pic I saw your Instagrams and I don't really know if I have seen a picture of Mackie but I went also to your YouTube channel and then I saw how you look like and it was nothing like I saw <laughs> I have like a picture in my head how you look and that was not no that was not even close so that was kind of funny but you both guys are um uh, beautiful, pretty. I don't really know what you say, but uh, so to. Uh, I will take any compliment uh, I can get. You Thank know, you so much. No, no. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna end it here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, have a great time and uh, keep doing what you do. Uh, bye. <laughs> that was so adorable. Okay, that. first of uh, all, your English is incredible. I am so humbled by people who... We suck at um, English. We suck at it. Like, uh, like our native language. And this is yeah. our language. So that was so... I say um after every word. You'd have to think of the words. I'm just dumb. Like, yeah. And like... No. So, and, but still so good. Like I, I couldn't speak... Like I'm from Puerto Rico. I can't speak Spanish as fluently as you are now speaking English. And like hunting out words correctly, by the way. You're, you're like plucking words out of the sky and they are the right words. You know, yeah. if I did that, I would be saying something completely incoherent. Right. I'd be like, if oh, I tried to speak the another piano language. in the sky. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you meant like this French fry is good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yes, your English is wonderful. And thank you so much for calling in, which thank I know is intimidating. You. And you're hearing your own voice back and sharing that with everyone. And it means a lot that you, you know, break down those barriers with us. So thank you so much um, for doing that with us. We love that. That was great. It's, wow, uh, Sweden. But holy crap, like, suggesting the show to people. Uh, yeah, like, thank, thank you. for you. evangelizing for us. Incredible <laughs> hustle. I respect that so much, and I love you so much for that. Thank you. That's really, I mean, I think all of Brookie Nation appreciates you for doing that, because the more people we can bring into this party, they benefit from too. And man, it really would be cool if someone ever wants to time with listening, because we love them tremendously. Uh Oh, like, like, not just the big stars, like everybody, like everybody, everybody involved the in the show, you know, like I'm telling you, like if you worked for cross writer, services like, on once upon a time, I think that that's I want cool to talk to tell. you. Yeah, no, seriously. Or if you want to listen, that's fine. <laughs> it's, it's great. We, uh, we, we, we are having, we're a asking good nothing of you. We're just happy you're here. Thank you. We are. Yeah. And, and anybody telling these people, telling any, honestly, not even just people from the show, anybody telling anyone else, because yes, the people from the show probably also love it. But also, just anybody who loves it. Anybody who trying... enjoys Once Upon a Time, if you recommend us to somebody who does, thank but you. But like the fact that, that means you so much. like us so much that you want to tell other people is, to yeah. me, the biggest compliment. You know, that you, you're you not just saying, oh, I like it, and you're telling us I like it so that we'll like you. Like, you you believe in it and what we're doing so much that you need to share. That's huge. That's really huge. So thank you so much for continuing to, um, not one, but two celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get them to listen to our show Hustle. amazing amazing um yes we apologize for the upside down mouth thing it's just funny <laughs> i know i have an upside down mouth it's fine i think uh jennifer morrison i mean and guinea good they're both two of the most beautiful women i've ever seen on television yeah honestly emma J- jennifer morrison has some just drop dead gorgeous pictures i think i don't remember if i should share them on the discord of her of like professional photo shoots they did at the time of this yeah like gorgeous giant red gowns i'm like god they're just so i mean everyone on the show is really they're just they're they're so amazing yeah and, you know worth the praise all the praise that they get we are just poking fun yep. we love it <laughs> we're not those people who are just out to like make celebrities feel yeah like exactly for, like their insecurities we're just here <laughs> we're just having a good time that's all it is um but yeah we're gonna uh end our voicemail list there for now um so that we can get further into the show um we uh, have quite a few more voicemails that have been left that we're still catching up on so um we'll continue to catch up on them uh next week so if you called in and you haven't heard yourself uh yes lucas i see your name in here <laughs> from last week so we'll get to your next one so we are a little bit behind there's a couple other people i see in the transcription stephanie and some some other people um uh so if you haven't heard it yet then you will hear it soon we are we're getting there we are we're the the month of of april and may were a little tricky but yep. now we're i feel like we're back on track now yep. i feel a little bit more more confident now um so we have before we close out the sorbook we have an email daily merit we have an email from emily, emily. Hey, Isla and Mackie. I legit wasn't kidding when I volunteered to send cast birthdays East Munch. I have a full year ready to go. These are going to be some cast members not included, and that's because IMDB didn't have their birthdays listed, not because we don't love them. Most of the care most of them are minor characters, though. 
I've included season seven cast members too. Feel free to leave them out. I'm giving them an S seven besides the character. So she like this is a lot of love. This is this. this is great work. Yeah, we're gonna leave out the character names of people we haven't been introduced yet, yes. just so that we don't give away that they've been here. But in case if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. So let's flow through May. We have Jamie Dorian, ugh, our Graham. May he rest in peace. Uh, his birthday was May first. He turned forty this year. John Raya's Davies. He is grandpappy. Um, he turned seventy eight this year. Uh, skipping that one. We have Alan Dale. Oh my gosh, it's King George's birthday. It was Alan May six. <laughs> Alan Dale turned seventy five this year. Seventy five is a big one. Um, Ali Scoveby. She plays Paige and Grace. Um, she turned. We haven't met this her year. yet, but she's not like crazy oh, okay. super important. Uh, and then we have Senny's uh, Kendis. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. He's Arabic. He, that should be a cl- good enough clue. <laughs> plays Aladdin, okay? Uh, and he turned 32 this year. And then our girl, Guinea Good. Her birthday is actually tomorrow at this time it of is. this recording. Uh, she's turning 44 this year. And then Richard Schiff. She King looks Leopold. amazing for 44. Yeah, she does. Holy moly. King Leopold uh, is turning 67 this year. And then finally, oh my gosh, it's also Jared Gilmore, Henry's birthday, May 30th. He's turning 22. (laughs) He was born in 2000. (laughs) So yes, they're also in order because my brain couldn't leave them jumbled up. It would have driven me insane. Stay gold, stay rumpled, and see you in Neverland. XOXO, Emily from the Discord. Um, So Richard Schiff is like old Jewish guy from New York. <laughs> yeah. So he's so gray now, but it looks like old New York guy, yes. which I absolutely love <laughs> so much. Uh, he's just a guy I would love to like play chess with in Central Park. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's just, it's fantastic. Anyway, uh, Emily, thank you for doing the legwork on those birthdays, Beautiful. which is fantastic. Um, Which I, I, I really like that tradition that we're now starting with the right you know shouting out the the people behind and we do that a little bit in, in our next section but it, it's nice to you know as as these people are for the most part i think all still alive i don't we have or at least we haven't run into anyone who is Not no longer with us um so you know they're still having birthdays and still there are they're still doing things you know yeah um, even though Once Upon a Time is done, because we, we've been thinking about a lot of stuff that, like, mo- most of this stuff is over. Like, Once Upon a Time is not playing anymore, right. and ancillary shows are not playing anymore, or anything like that. Or some of these people are not, some people are not acting anymore, really, yep. or doing anything. Um, but they still have birthdays, so that's something we can still, <laughs> still call yep. out and recognize. Uh, and that is the end of our Storybook Daily Mirror. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yep. We're, we're catching. I love catching up on voicemails because hearing people's voices, it's just so it's just so great. Um, let's see what is next. Now we get to talk about the actual show uh, and I get to put a little marker in here so that I can tell people when we actually start talking about the show. Okay. <laughs> and not all the craziness that happens before that. Um, so show pre-show. We are now in season three, episode eight. The episode is called Think Lovely Thoughts, and the character backstory is Rumpelstiltskin and Peter Pan at the same time. If you know, then you know, and that also means you know why we're being so weird right now. (laughs) Because that's 
This is when... It's about to get real Maury round here, let me and, tell and ya. Honestly, I am now thinking that maybe what Lucas was when referencing me, referencing the evil villain. Um, this is kind of the beginning of maybe what I was thinking about. Maybe. I don't really remember. But I, I have a feeling because I have, I have thoughts and feelings about where this season is about to go. Now that we, like I said, we've gotten into the peak of this plot line and now we're going to start getting into that place where all right we got to figure out we're going to know his master plan we're going to figure out how to get out of it and then there's going to be another gotcha twist that we then before the end of the season right so now we're at episode eight out of 20 whatever one so we're getting really close to that midpoint yep um but we can tell the plot is getting is really getting up there november 17th 2013 is when this aired written by david h goodman and robert hull and it was directed by david solomon who is another repeat director that we have uh, 6.71 million was last week. 6.66 million is this week. Yeah, I couldn't have rounded that. <laughs> 6.7 million? I gotta have like 666 up in here. Uh, the synopsis is Pan leads Henry to a secret cave where he has convinced the boy that he alone can save magic and Neverland itself. But a showdown between good and evil is about to go down as Emma, Mary Margaret, David, Regina, Mr. Gold, Neil, and Hook. Holy party Batman. okay that's a, partridge that's a and pear group. tree on that like, one yeah, Jeez. Like everybody's together uh they find themselves directly on a path to pan in an effort to save henry meanwhile back in the fairy tale land that was did you have to do that now i yeah. have to do it with fairy tale land young rumpelstiltskin is given a magical item that could help him make a fresh start with his father who has been anything but a good dad so we're gonna get this is now young rumpelstiltskin which means that this signifies the farthest back in flashbacks ever to date. We we flashed back all the way to Young Bay, right? When Rumpelstiltskin was pre-Dark One and he was already an adult but married with a kid. Young this Rumpel? is now this is young hundreds Rumpel. of years ago. Yeah. And technically speaking, when we get to the very end of the show, we will go further back than this. But pre-season, if we don't count season seven, I'm pretty sure this is the furthest back that yeah. we go. Before we go to like crazy. You know, shows are like, you know, back in the 60s, back in the 50s, back in the 30s. And then they go, the dinosaurs. It's something similar to that. Like yeah. we go way back, right? Yeah. But this is the furthest back in the, the, you know, in the plot lines of the people that we know about now. Because obviously young, uh, Rumpel is the oldest one under everybody. Yep. Because the dark one, like as far powers. as Lost went back, like beginning of yeah, time. No, like seriously, yeah, yeah. That's, that's literally where we're. Um, so we have that to look forward to in a million years. But anyway, now we're going to go through production notes. Production notes. Production notes is when we talk about trivia and behind the scenes things that happened while they were actually shooting the show. So it's just a bunch of like kind of fun facts as we're watching that we can keep uh, in our minds. The, we always start with the title card reference. Um, so this title card features Skull Rock, which as we remember from the last episode, the last episode ended with Pan showing him Skull Rock, and that's the first time we've ever seen it. So now we're going to kind of start where that one left off. And then when casting the voice of the shadow, the show's creators wanted someone with the vocal ability to make their skin crawl. The role went to rock star Marilyn Manson. What? I, Is that real? I, yeah, I felt very First of all, uncomfy about that. Spoilers, I did not remember that the shadow had a voice. Mm, yeah, same. Uh, when I read it, I was so like... So, surprise. Also, how do you reach out to somebody 
hey, your voice is this worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, would you want to do this? I feel like knowing Marilyn Manson's personality, uh, that's probably a compliment. But like, <laughs> I would imagine. Hey. Like, think about Marilyn Manson, the artist, you know, and, and the yeah. body of work. Like the weird, you know what I mean? I feel like that's kind of pl- although Marilyn Manson would have been well washed up by that by this point, and like not in chill business anymore. Yeah. So that's the crazy part is just chilling in your house in your sweatpants, eating your cereal, and you get a call from your agent or somebody like that, and being like, "Yeah, your voice is so cringy. We want to use it for the cringiest thing in our show." Like, Bleh. so anyway, bad vibes. Uh, bad vibes. Malcolm states that as a boy, he spent nights telling himself to think lovely thoughts. And in his sleep, he traveled to Neverland. In the Peter Pan story, thinking lovely thoughts is what enables character to fly. Think of a wonderful thought. Uh, is that going to spoil the title of the episode? I don't know. Interesting. Because you would think he spends his nights telling himself to think lovely th- Oh, that's not actually saying it out loud, though. Yeah. That's just like, well, okay, yeah, yeah, got it. Um, and then the Neverland scenes with young Rumpelstiltskin and his father at the beach were shot in Britannia Beach, a small community located approximately 55 kilometers north of Vancouver. It's the same beach where Hook and Liam meet Peter Pan in good form. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Vancouver. See, Vancouver. Oh, north of Vancouver, but Vancouver-ish is a very common place to shoot. Well, the, mo- the Vancouver is um, directly above Washington State. If you don't know where that is, or for those of you who are international, uh, <laughs> well, California in in LA, or if you uh, can't where... find your own state on a map like me, um, this is <laughs> that's not fair. Your state is really you. small. No, I'm bad at. <laughs> I could not do one of those like puzzles. Like oh, I don't. I'm know terrible. Where, at I don't know where any states are. If you're like, I oh my god, like... I'm from Idaho. I'm like, mm, nope. I couldn't even tell you the area. Where I that could is. point and j- I could Idaho? close my eyes and just go. And is that it? I would hope that that's the state that it lands on. Right. So California on the West Coast is where most of our filming, you know, lot uh, shoot lots are. Yeah. Vancouver, straight up from California, just when you like cross over into Canada, because it is a still lot of part of the same. There. Yeah, because it's part of the same like mountain chain in the Rocky Mountains and like the the, the the like the west of the Rocky Mountains and being on the West Coast and being by the Pacific, Vancouver even though it's colder, has a lot of the same characteristics as California. So a lot of things that are supposed to be like California that are not specifically Venice Beach or stuff like mm-hmm. that are filmed there because it you can fake a I lot of... I think some of, Twilight stuff was filmed there. Oh, yeah. A lot of tall trees, yeah. you know, like the redwoods and stuff like that. Yeah. So Vancouver is a, a pretty common place. Sorry, I'm... There's like thunder. Yeah, I was like, are you good? I'm making sure that my dog is not tearing my house up because he got scared, but he's in his crate now. Uh, Most of the present day events of this episode take place on Skull Rock, which is based on Marooner's Rock, which is what it was called in in the original Peter Pan story. In the story, Captain Hook and his pirates bring Tiger Lily to Marooner's Rock, which is renamed Skull Rock in the Disney animated film, uh, and leave her there to drown in the rising tide. So that's the kind of this skull is this is that Skull Rock that in the yeah. cartoon they like put her on that stick and then he he fights with them or whatever. Yeah. Which is kind of cool to see that because you get, you know, the inspiration for the people who read the novel and obviously all the people who grew up on the cartoon because mm-hmm. it's that, that that's really iconic. That's what all the branding on T-shirts and stuff is. Yeah. Um, I wish that they would. So I'm stealing this from shout out to Jeff, who's currently in Disneyland Paris uh, on Instagram, but uh, who definitely doesn't listen to the show. I'm shouting him out as if he's going to hear this. Uh, had said, I wish that we could make Tom Sawyer Island 
at oh, Walt Disney yeah, yeah, World. Yeah. Skull Rock and make it all Peter Pan. How cool would that be in Adventureland? Right. That would be amazing. It would be and sick. like have like pirate stuff in it. So cool. Anyway. Little little Disney stuff in there for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, the scenes with Emma, Mr. Gold, Neil, and Regina at the entrance to Skull Rock was filmed on a set with a fake lake built in the bridge studios. Dang, I can't oh, built in it. Okay, I was gonna say building a fake lake outside is hard. In studios is not as bad, although it's still I don't pretty know, tricky. It's still kind of cool. Anything like with building water, a lake, yeah, that's very yeah. cool. Production designers are incredible. Like the way yeah. that they can manipulate stuff and 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 also know what it looks like on camera. It's yeah, not it's just crazy. you know what it looks like in real life or interact with it. Very different than like stage design, where yeah. the audience has to see the quote unquote rig. You know, so it has to look real. It just has to appear real in the little slither of where the lens is shooting. Mm-hmm. That that to me is is just wizardry. And so I've I've been on sets and worked with production designers directly before. It's crazy magic what they do. They, they yeah. use so many weird little tricks and even what things are made of and, you know, special paint techniques and things for how they, you know, use fake things to make them look more real or distressed right. or older. It's just so cool. Uh, and that's our production notes. Production notes. It's like raining, raining outside right now. <laughs> like real bad. We usually I can don't hear lose it. Power, but I hope. Would you, can you really? Wow. So you might be able to hear it on my microphone. This is uh, ASMR rain sounds for you guys yeah. while we listen to it. <laughs> if you'd like to gently fall asleep to the sounds of my microphone. Then. Uh, so, okay, what's in the hatch? We do a section dedicated to Lost. Because the showrunners, not showrunners, the show creators of Once Upon a Time worked on Lost. Uh, and so they hit a bunch of Easter eggs all over. Of course, there are none in this episode. Season three was noticeably empty from lost references yeah which is kind of annoying but that's okay um so if we would like to make up some because we see any that's the sound we'll use to point it out now we can talk about our watch party which includes a couple of really small features we have a drinking bell and we play a random drinking game um (laughs) somebody in the discord i just want to shout out pointed out recently that one of the things on it, we had made a document really, really early with the drinking game rules. Yep. And one of the rules on there was anytime you see the dagger, and we forgot about that because we haven't been doing it. Oh. But coming up in a season or two, uh, the dagger is going to be in multiple scenes in every episode. Yep. <laughs> and they were like, we should not do that. I'm like, yeah, we don't have to do that. But uh, we we call the rules out randomly as we as we play. Yeah, so the if rules you that bell, are come as they go. They kind of, they're just for funsies. Um, we also have a sound. That sound, uh, which is actually us playing and pausing the episode. So if you happen to be syncing uh, your watch through with us, if you're watching along or anything like that, or if you just want to get your bearings, that's how we tell you that we're playing and pausing. And then we have a sound effect to let you know that we are going to rewind the show to catch something again. Ah, it's rewind time. Uh, Mr. William, not Willard Smith, soon to be replaced by Lucas. Yep. <laughs> which is the best idea I think we've had in a while. Killed me. <laughs> or we didn't have it. Lucas had it. But uh, I, we accept your audition. Please send in your tape. Um, <laughs> and then soon we're going to hear a different voice. An actual familiar voice of the pod. Literally. Which is ironic and hilarious. Uh, and now before we watch, we are looking out for one big drink moment which is the reference to the show uh title the, the episode title think lovely thoughts here's a quote and then we're going to play a game we're going to see if we can guess who said it who they're saying it to 
When I was a boy, my father sold me to a blacksmith all day in front of hot coals, the sweat and the grime. But every day I would say to myself, think lovely thoughts. And in my sleep, I would travel to the most wonderful place. Okay. So we can't play the game. So chances are. Because it's Malcolm. Well, (laughs) yes. But who's Malcolm talking to? Also, who's Malcolm? (laughs) Good question. Do we know who Malcolm is yet? I don't know. Okay, so we so this is a random. Actually, this would have been hard because it's a random person. We would have been would thinking Rumple or Neil, or we would have definitely wrong. So it's whoever this Malcolm guy is. Who's Malcolm talking to? Maybe someone we know. Emma, I'm just gonna throw a name out. Now is it? Think lovely thoughts in my sleep. This is hard. Uh, or he's talking to Rumple or Peter Pan. Okay, no, I'll say Malcolm's talking to Rumple. Can't be Pan. Young Rumple. Maybe Rumple. I feel like that's a good guess because we already know Young Rumpel's a thing and we don't know who Malcolm is so yeah. they would have to introduce a new character to the day players. Yeah, it has to be. So we're going to say Malcolm to Young Rumpel. Okay. All right. So with that in mind, let's. that's a long one to remember and I'm going to forget because yeah. they're going to get this. <laughs> when at first this I is... wanted to be like, but I was a young boy. My father <laughs> sold me to a blacksmith. <laughs> I love that because that will definitely make us remember it more. Um, oh, wait. I'm sorry. We introduced something last episode. What is your pre-show watch oh, guess yeah. on – wait, did we say MVPs or rating? No, MVPs. No, right? we did MVPs. Bang them out. So um, you want to just do MVP for oh, – yeah, MVP and LVP in general in the show? Or do you yeah, do, yeah, we'll just do oh, one. Yeah. Let's do the middle. Yeah, see if we can get it. MVP. Oh, Emma. Yeah, I, I was going to say Emma. Okay. MVP to Emma and then LVP to probably Peter Pan. Uh, but he's a, a villain. I don't, I feel like I, there's somebody... a catch to mine and I can't explain it right now. So. Oh, okay. So and I'm, I'm throwing another alternative definition to the, for LVP for me personally, as okay. I'm watching, it's a person who, disappoints slash annoys me the most so sometimes that could be the villain because like the annoying if the villain is really like playing dirty you know or something like that in a way that you don't think is appropriate yeah um but i think the disappointment like we kept saying david because like david's better than that he should know yeah you know like he like that kind of like a person who's not living up to their whatever that's kind of lv but's what i'm looking at for me so now we get to watch the episode uh so without further ado at season three episode eight Think lovely thoughts. Previously on Once Upon a Time. That seer is jarring. Scared of ending up just like his coward father. I don't like to rewatch that. What's going on? The boy will be your undoing. Once you drink this water, you can never leave Neverland. Small price to pay for what I get in return. What do you need him to believe in? Me. Inside is where our salvation This is a dramatic wins. recap. You're yeah, up yeah. to the task. Follow the lady, Jets. All right, first of all, how do you feel about the recap? Because that... That was a lot. Unlike, unlike other recaps, for some reason, that felt a lot more, like, high stakes. It felt... I feel like they're they're setting up this narrative This feels like closure. Like, something's... You know, like, about a chapter's ha- yeah. coming to an end. Because... Yeah. It just ramped up real fast. Oh, you mean, like, it's coming? Like, closure's coming? Yes. Like, it's about to be, like, this episode or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. So we are, uh, be, is that young whatever, spoilers. We're, yes, we're transported to the past so that we know what context we're Okay, at. yeah. Um, we see a, a three-card Monty situation going on. We don't know who's who yet, but that's what's happening. Follow the lady. Shilly returns to her. 
What? Don't feel too bad. I'm not the only one who's been spurned by the lady tonight. She's been quite shy all evening. <laughs> I secretly wanted him to make a yo mama joke just now. <laughs> Be like, yo mom's. No, never mind. <laughs> you tricked me. How'd she get in there? So. Please, don't hurt him. He's my father. You'd be better off without him. Oh. No. No. Are you okay? The cost of the game. Didn't even leave me a shilling for a pint. How rude. He took all of our money. Yes, but I'll figure something out. I always do. This is dark. Rumpel. They are Scottish, after all, so we have that, right? Alright, now we see Skull Rock. Skull Rock! All lit up from the inside, which is kind of cool, but also kind of super creepy. Um, so his dad was just a bad magician? <laughs> like, a, like a street hustler? Yeah, he was a hustler. Like, you couldn't even do sleight of hand, right? Like, something like the first thing you learned. How is she? I fear she's getting worse, Henry. But if I save magic, she'll live? Yes. But more than that, Henry. If you save magic, you'll save us all. But to do it, you have to truly believe. This ridiculous <laughs> drama scene he's pulling I do off. not believe like any high school of this. Drama. Like, yeah. this is so bad. This feels Good. like 11th grade drama. Because class. we don't have much time. Follow me. They also put a lot more eyeliner on him today. I was gonna say, I felt My like brothers. I that was true. Tonight, the dream of Neverland will awaken from its slumber. Tonight, the heart of the truest believer shall fulfill its destiny. And with it, our destiny. Tonight, Henry saves magic. Yeah! Yay, Henry. Yes. <laughs> You know, despite our differences, I can always count on you to get things done. Unlike the rest of them. Why does Rumble look so good? You were right. You're just a liability. It's the it's the black version of his outfit. Told the meal I'm obsessed. Was alive, and of course, Emma so took good. the bait. Such a waste of time. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, don't be. He is alive. What? Pan wasn't lying. My son is here on the island. I've seen him. You saw him and you... You just parted ways? You realize that he might have a way off That's hilarious. Island. He's like, no, Dummy, uh, they were telling the truth. Oh. And she's like, what? <laughs> something you're not telling me. What happened when you saw him? Look, all you have to know is, the next time I see him will be when I'm putting Henry in his arms. When father and son are reunited. But like times two, because I'm his... Never mind. Right. <laughs> like, there's so much happening here. Forgive my frequent sniffles, by the way, y'all. I just got some, <laughs> I got some allergies going on. These nice right. ladies are going to look after you for a little while. You must be the boy. I'm on full stilts. Good. Do you know how to spin? We can teach you. Hey, the I spinning love wheels. This. Please, uh, I'll be good. This will give me time to get a real job so we can be together. We could be together now. Papa, please. Don't leave me here. I'm scared now. I've got you a present. A friend. Hey, look. Someone to be at your side. It's his little away. thing that he... It will be with you when I cannot. That he kept throwing over the cliff. It will. Give it a name. 
Names always make things better. Balefire. <laughs> Trust me. It will protect you. And I'll be back before you know it. This is so sad because he's not coming back. And these pirate ladies with their weird bandana things are just spinning yarn. Uh, but yeah, I guess is this is is this the reveal that that's where he got it from, or did we already know that that came from specifically his dad? I am. I don't remember. I don't because, remember if we addressed it. I think we just knew it was significant. Yeah, we knew it was important, and we knew it was obviously from his childhood, right? And that it it and that's when we kept making those things. Uh, uh, comparisons to Lost, how Lost was like bringing, supposedly bringing back things from their, pre- their previous parts of their lives. Yeah. And it felt like the island was mysterious. Of course, it was like a series of coincidences. Right. But, but it felt like an homage to that thing, like the little bear or the 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 Mary statues in the plane or like all the little, you know, knickknacks yep. and things. Um, so, yeah. So, and, and he kept trying to get rid of it in the quote-unquote island was sending it back right you know, it f- also felt like the island was a character which i wonder i always wonder when i see that if jj abrams is just like snickering in the back being like <laughs> like like <laughs> bringing back the very clear and those are the things about lost that lost fans really liked and this would have been after that so is is he but it was this the like early 2010s version of if you know you know maybe <laughs> like, was he trying to you know what i mean he was like the lost fans will get it don't worry about it yeah <laughs> you know so is it's that so a hatch moment i mean i guess sure sort of okay right there's not a lot in season three so we'll just add some in i mean it's i mean this feels like the flashback that you would see in Lost, when you are showing this thing that is impossible, shouldn't be on the island, yep. but came from Charlie's past somehow. The next big significant somehow. thing on the island. Or, or, or Desmond showing up, being yep. like a literal part of Jack's past, like that kind of stuff. I'm going to ask Tink how close we are to Pan's compound. I don't want to be surprised by any Lost boys on patrol. Good idea. David it's like does. you buried the hatchet. Oh boy. Buried? Uh, I don't know. You've at least put it away for now. So you're really gonna stay here with him? The thought of leaving you, Emma, it kills me. But there's nothing we can do. If David leaves the island, he'll die. So you're just giving up. Family means together, all of us. It feels like calling her a chicken. There's no other way. Maybe this is just you rubbing off on me, but I don't believe that. There's always a way. That was really cute. I don't really like how Snow phrased that. This is your version of a rescue party. We got here just in time. What are you two doing here? Well, same as you, except we actually have a chance. Pandora's box. It could trap Pan for eternity simply by opening the lid. You didn't tell me my father was with her. I didn't know. Wait, your father is the dark one? Yeah, and he's not getting anywhere near Henry. <laughs> it's got complicated Bye. quick. Why? What are you talking about? It's a prophecy that says that Henry will be his undoing. He didn't come here to protect him. He came here to kill him. That's why you didn't want to find Neil before you got Henry back. Because you knew he'd spill your secret. Everything I did was to protect Henry. To rescue him from power. It all makes sense. Well, this you left before we even were sure. You wanted to get to Henry first. Oh my. To be on his own. So no one could stop. This feels like island bullshit again. This feels like the islands turning them into crazies. Not unless you go through all of us first. 
right, so let's talk because Rumple is clearly the potentially most uh, dangerous, most powerful magic being in existence, at least this part of existence, right? So why doesn't he, like, there's so many times where Regina would be like, uh, you know, completely diffuse a situation. And she'll be, and she'll like flick her fingers and shut all the doors and send somebody to a chair and like, right? They have the power to do these like really extreme things. And when things get heated like that, he could tie them all to trees and be like, now you're going to listen to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, I guess there might be a little bit of a, you know, an argument that if he does that, it's going to be aggressive and it's not going to, you know, win over their favor it's going to be too, you know what I mean? Like violence. Yeah, and then they're you know, going to believe him less. I Sorry. think they didn't do that because Rumple has the most purest intentions, I think, out of everyone right now. You, you do. First of all, do you believe the intentions? Yeah. Because I, I do, too. It feels a little. T- we have also been privy to seeing his visions, and we now yes, know that that thing's attached to but his dad. I so. do not believe he has his fingers crossed behind his back. You don't. I felt like that more with Hook, and was proven wrong in his like sneaking around with Pan and stuff. Yeah, like you thought he could have betrayed David. I don't more have than I even feel like a, like a small feeling that Rumple is trying to kill Henry. Yeah, he's a little. Uh, if if he is, this would be the first time that his character is intentionally fooling everyone and successfully fooling everyone, including the audience. Like he's being that closed with his, he's not usually that closed with his feelings yeah. and his intentions. He's usually, he usually gives up what he's trying to do. Right. So it, that would be a turn in his character doing something by a lot, like really internally by a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's it, rewind a little bit, but we'll just go back. It's fine. Everything I did was to protect Henry. To rescue him from Pan. It all makes sense. You left before we even made sure. It all makes sense. You wanted no, to get to Henry first. Too much. To be on his own. So no one could stop you. So you can kill him. It's not gonna happen. Not unless you go through all of us first. Very dramatic. Okay. I just wanted to relive that moment. Wow. I mean, just kidding. Everyone all right, we're back moment. at the Spinning Sisters. Such a short time. Look at him. He could spin for kings and queens one day. I didn't think I had any talent. More than talent, a gift. You could apprentice with anyone in the land. If I can make money, then my father and I can be together. Rumble. Even with your talent, too many people know your father is a cheat. The coward. If you are to have a happy life, you must go somewhere where your father's name cannot follow you. Do you mean... alone? This beam can open a portal. Oh, that's a reveal. Even this realm. The, first, the spinning like, uh, sisters had the first bean that we know of? be with your father. But he's coming back from me as soon as he gets a job. The truth is, he's at the pub. He doesn't want a job. Or real responsibility. The family can be a strength. But it can also be a burden. And your father will always be your burden, Rumpelstiltskin. I like that they're not, like, old and wrinkly. Yeah. You know? You're making a mistake. I don't care if the boy is destined to be my undoing. 
I won't hurt him. Because it sounds just like you. Without me, you will fail. I'm the most powerful amongst us. That's why we can't trust you. Slack. If I could give you my dagger, <laughs> I would, but I can't. But you can give me Pandora's box. I don't have to trust you if I can stop you. Son. Look at me. You so much as lift a finger to perform magic, you're gonna spend an eternity in this box. Yeah, that's gonna save our lives. I have a big problem with this. I understand, I understand, I understand what you're trying to do, and I know you got PTSD and you got daddy issues, I get it. But, in the situation that we're in, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. You have the most, again, I'll say this again, you have the most powerful, magical being maybe to ever exist. You can't just be like, yo bro, don't use your magic and just be a useless meat sack. That is not going to help you at all. That is like having the most powerful weapon that anyone's ever wielded and being like, we're just going to break it and then no one will have it like that. You're going to lose like you're going to lose, you know, it's essentially a suicide squad. Yeah, but like remember when they bring all of them out from the deepest, darkest prisons of Gotham City and they're like, yes, we and have they put to the... trust them to maybe do the half right thing <laughs> for the greater good. Well, the thing is, they incentivize them to not run away or escape or do anything out of line because they put those little bomb things in To their kill them, so yeah. Can, the right? incentive was to live. Right. So to be like, hey, we have you on a leash. So I would get they this They should put Rumpel scenario. on a leash. Put him on a leash. Just, get, just make it so that, like, if he said... If you so much as try to attack us or Henry, that's a different thing. You just said, if you lift a finger to perform magic, I'm like, I'm guaranteed yeah. you're going to turn the corner right now and need his magic. Right. Why are you handicapping the most He is the Harley Quinn of Once Upon a Time. They need to yeah. just hone it in. That would be the equivalent of sending out the Suicide Squad, but being like, you're not allowed to use it. Right, exactly. You can't actually commit any crimes. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can't kill anybody. <laughs> like, oh, Okay. <laughs> It, it also feels a little juvenile, like it Look, feels silly. You may think you know who you're up against. You don't. Then tell me, what really happened between you two? Oh my God. Peter Pan destroyed my father. Oh my God. <laughs> Darth Vader killed your father. <laughs> That's what it feels like. <laughs> feels very Star Wars-y, actually, right now. Yeah, this it origin does. story. So we're right. You're here. You laddie. My dogs were barking after hitting the cobblestones all morning looking for work. <laughs> then these fellas told me that they never played Find the Lady. Also, by the way, that's not <laughs> how this game works. Just in case you're interested, if you ever run up into Three Card Monty... I happen to randomly know this, <laughs> and I'll tell you. Have you ever run into Rumple's dad? Uh. If you ever run into, if you ever run into a magical being, in <laughs> uh, an enchanted forest, um, no, the literally the way the three card money works is it is not four cards; it is a hand lift. So you are actually lifting two cards in your hand at one point. And you make it look like you throw one down. Yeah. In fact, you throw the one down constantly and flip it over to show them. And you get really good at throwing the back card down 
and it looks like it was the front card. Yep. So you're you're telling them here's where it is, and then you throw a different card and then mix it around. That's how three card money works. In every form of three card money, it's a two hand lift. This whole like I had an extra card in my sleeve thing. Is... Yeah, it just doesn't work. Now, if somebody knows of a of an alternate version of that that would justify this, please let us know because I have never heard of that. I have very small, very small, very narrow, limited magical knowledge and experience I was because gonna say, all right, go off. I then, used to go to it's literally just being Is it in from New the York. Renaissance Fair? It's never the Renaissance Fair, although that would have been a better story. No, living in New York, there were a couple, there's a couple of really famous magic shops in New York City oh. where supposedly some of some famous tricks, sleight of hand tricks began like way, way back, you know. Yeah. Um, when they were still crafting that art. And because New York is so old, they said some of the history of magic is there. So it's a, it's it's one of those things that you eventually, if you live there, you end up visiting. Mm-hmm. And so I used to go pretty frequently and get card tricks and stuff. We, it was a couple of us as friends. We had one older, an older brother of friends of ours who uh, did it or his uncle did it or somebody did it. And so he got us into it. And so we would go and like get random tricks every couple weeks. And they would literally do the trick in front of you in the store and then show you how it works and then sell it to you. And and so they, everyone, because we were in there so frequently and we were, you know, teenagers or like 17, 18 or whatever, um, we started getting into like the history of the magic and like how some of the techniques used in these modern day mm-hmm. card tricks, like where they came from, because the guys in the stores just love talking about that stuff. And they taught us literally how to do three card Monty. And then very recently it came back up into my life because I found a TikTok of an Australian guy, which I hope, I, if I remember, I'll try and link him in the, in the show notes because he's absolutely fantastic. I'll send you a link, Isla. It's a guy who literally does nothing but up close sleight of hand in TikToks over and over again. And oh, every like couple days, he does a new one, and it's not just cards; it's like ball and wand with cups yep. and like all these other things. Um, and just a couple days ago, he did a three card Monty one, and he did exactly that same technique. It's the it's the huh. like original technique. So if somebody does know of some, I don't know, some other some other thing that would justify this, I, I would be curious because I would love to learn a, a new thing. But traditionally, or this, even dad is just bad at it. Or or he's that bad that he, ch- yeah. he chose a bad con to do a very easy, you know? It's like the oldest con in yeah. the history of cons. Rumpel. Come on. Rumpel! You said you were finding a job. No one in this town would hire me. Because no one trusts you. But you do. Don't you, sense? That's got red flag all over it. What if there was some place we could start over? Somewhere where no one knew you. What if they're not? Wait, are they not in the Enchanted Forest? Wow. What's this? The parallel that's happening right now? Yeah. Do you know how much money a bean like that would fetch? No, it's mine. I won't let you gamble it away. You don't Wait, understand. I understand this being can take us someplace where no one knows us. Where we can be a family. Real fresh start. Yes. This is beautifully written. I trust you. Then where should we go? <laughs> there must be someplace special to you. Yeah, because don't you have to think about where you want to go, and then it goes there? Yeah. Think, 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 think. 
lovely thoughts. Think lovely thoughts? Wait a minute. What? When I was a boy, my father sold me to a blacksmith. All day in front of hot coals, sweating the grime. But every night I would say to myself, Oh. <laughs> Think lovely thoughts. And in my sleep, I would travel to the most wonderful place. Well, there it is. There it is. Wait, so is his name Malcolm and we just I guess so, yeah. All right, so Interesting. it was Rumpledad saying Malcolm. to Malcolm, yeah. Uh, to Rumpel. Oh, say I Rumpel? said to Rumpel. To Rumpel. So, so it was Malcolm. To young uh, Rumpel. Rumpel Dad. All right. So think lovely thoughts. My father sold me to a blacksmith. Now, we'll talk about this later, but at first blush, how do you feel about this story? Because I don't believe it coming out of his mouth. <laughs> uh, I don't believe a word coming out of his mouth at so, anything that he says. Because of the way, and I think it's really well written this way, they've established that he's a con man. Yeah. Right? This feels immediately like you're conning a kid. And the reason why I say that is not because of any other information that I have. I don't know what's going to happen in the next scene. This is, it's just the body language of how the age of this kid, right? And all the theatrics. Think about if you've seen the movie, like, Now You See Me, right? Mm -hmm. All of the pomp and circumstance around the trick, even though it's really a look over here, the magic's happening here, but they made all this showman stuff to it, right? Mm -hmm. He's going, think, 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 think. Oh my God. I just thought of a story. It's very dramatic and very yeah. posed that it feels like what you would do to tell a kid that dragons are real. You know what yep. I mean? So I just feel like to this pull is something a, out of your ass. This feels like an Easter Bunny story right now. You know? Yeah. So this, so therefore, him being like, when I was young, my dad sold me to this blacksmith. When I, and I was, was in a, a young was, boy, <laughs> my father. Hold on. Bing bong. Just because of references in general. It's great. What was it called? <laughs> Think lovely thoughts. Neverland. And that's where we should go. See the music, what the music did too? Well, it's not happy. Oh yeah, it's moving in the middle of a pub. Right that's now? Oh, I guess they're outside. This place is real. <laughs> Do you have any stuff you want to bring or anything? You're just going to Narnia the shit? Anything. Just jump in? Oh, yeah, that's true. We need to talk. I found when a woman says that, Merlin, for a pleasant conversation. There has to be a way for David to leave the island. Well, there isn't. You told me about your brother. What happened? This I does know, feel very suicidal. Well, that's not, shall we? Yeah. The water that cured David from Dreamshade is next into the island. If he leaves, the connection is broken. Poison will kill him. What if we take some of the water with us? That way he stays connected. He can stay alive in Storybrooke. For how long? Does that feel a little bit like carrying the sand with you as Jack Sparrow so that you can never leave land? Remember? Or uh, Davy Jones, right? Doesn't it feel like that same kind of logic? Yeah. (laughs) It feels very reminiscent of... Has to be connected with the water. Yeah, yeah. Some stupid plot. Water runs out. The dream shade will take his life. Unless there was another cure. You suddenly interested in what I have to say? Thought I wasn't to be trusted. You're not, but I'll take my chances. Well, if you remember, I too was poisoned with Dreamshade by a cowardly pirate. And yet? Yes, and we know how you cured yourself. With a candle that takes another person's life, David is not that selfish. How noble. The point is, after my near-death experience, I discovered much 
about the poison. I believe I could create an elixir back in my shop. What's your price? Well, this is quite the favor. I'd expect one of equal weight in return. Okay, Shark Tank. No. We're asking for $100,000. When we get back to Storybook, you're going to say it, David, because it's the right thing to do. No deals, no favors, understand? Neil is getting very New York right now. Fine. I like it. I'll do as you ask. I feel it. I like it. I'll go to David. Neil's my kind of guy, man. No, yeah, I love him. Like Neil this is represents great. like me in my current place in my life, who I, where I'm just like I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I, I, he's just I, really I, laying it down. He's ready to go. I, he's like, no, I don't you know think what? I've scratched that. Yeah, you know what? I'm putting my foot down. I don't think I've seen a more relatable character in my current state while watching a show. In yeah, life. it's giving Nick Miller. <laughs> yeah, a little bit too. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, especially the aggressive, like, en- enough is enough Nick Miller uh, yeah. on the funny side. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, okay, it's gone too far. <laughs> That's a really great connection. We're here. Pan's perimeter. It's time. Tink will sneak us in the back like we planned. We grab Henry, in and out. Simple. You good with Pan Patrol? Locked and loaded. Great. <laughs> you mind if I, uh... And... Borrow this. Go Wildcats. You said no magic. I agreed. But I'm not walking in there with nothing but my good looks. Oh, I, on the other hand. Here. In case your good looks fail you. Thanks, mate. <laughs> this is stupid. Let's get Henry. Why shouldn't he do magic to the people they're fighting? That's a stupid rule. <laughs> Neil is so triggered by anything magical. Can I at least yeah. use magic on these bars? There we go. No. Oh, but like, that was why dead. though? Because you're pouting. Ooh, they're having a moment. Oh. Do you remember the spell? Like a teacher-student situation? Yeah. Or, I like that. Yeah. That is kind of, this action is kind of cool. Where's Pan? I don't know. Henry? He's got to be somewhere. Where? <laughs> Fucking dad. Help! He's gotta be somewhere, because everywhere is somewhere, right? <laughs> Shut up. You're an, an adult. My name's Emma. I'm looking for my son. He's got a lot of hook vibes going on right now. Oh gosh, what? a reunion. Do I know you? <gasps> it's Bellfire. Did you know each other? Hey. <gasps> yeah. Okay, we used to make out when we were kids. <laughs> You don't don't tell me that they didn't make stop, out. Don't tell me they didn't stop it. We're good. He just I broke thought that I'd never see you again. That age they were when they were. Come on. Well, I I came back to save you. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. For me. Well, I couldn't bear for you to be without a family. Not after you told us that your mother and father were both dead. I'm not gonna lie. This feels a little bit Twilighty to me. <laughs> Yeah, like, this is a little inappropriate. This little 13-year-old little girl. Little co- right now. Come on. I know they're not alluding to it, but don't tell me that's not between the lines. Come on. But don't it did happen. It did. Don't tell me it didn't. <laughs> you telling the We are horrible. It's easier than telling the truth. My own father abandoned me. Did he just side-eye like a sitcom? <laughs> he was like, get dad. Yeah. <laughs> I love how when he even tried to make the right decision, it was still the fucked up decision. Yep. I just started remembering my dreams. How's it 
chainsaw. It's beautiful. No, it's more than that. Neverland is special. You can do anything here. Just think it, and it can happen. Has he been here Hopefully before? Go on. In his dreams. Just think it. Yeah. <laughs> I can eat cake all day and not get a stomachache. Or swing on a vine to a waterfall. But best of all, you can fly. Yeah, Flying I feel like it's been impossible. here before. <laughs> Neverland is where the impossible is possible, if you believe it. Here, I'll show you. Also very hook. When Robin Williams jumps off the thing and, yes. and falls on his face. There's no way, there's no way that was not a reference to that. This is about like right it has to in be. Neverland and like uh, that scene specifically of like you have to believe and he tries to do and it. They and they said Rufio his... before, right? They said Rufio and he crowed. Yeah. And like when he did that, it was like that's exactly how Robin Williams did it. Yeah, that it's has to be, be a hook thing. Wiki, y'all messed up. You didn't tell us. Okay. No. Hold on, you ready? Production when Rumpel's dad jumps off the rock, it's an allusion to the hook movie. He's paying homage uh, to yeah. the nineteen nineties classic Robin Williams, Dustin hook. Hoffman hook. Walt Walt Disney Pictures hook. If you, you haven't seen it, honestly, what are you doing? Hashtag we're gonna, sponsored. We're going to review that movie because it's there's a lot to laugh yeah. about. That one that one does not hold up. I mean, it holds all the good stuff holds up, but there's some real funny. You're like, oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, hold up. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> Again, a product of the 90s. Very, very much so, which which gives me so much nostalgia. And I'm like, what yeah. was wrong with us in the yeah, 90s? What was, the, what was happening? <laughs> Run home, Jack. All right. <laughs> I can always fly when a visitor is a boy. Maybe you can't See? fly. He's not a boy anymore. How could I forgot? How could I have forgotten? Of course. This is Hook, yo. Pixie dust. Even as a boy. He is annoying the shit out of me. If you wanted to fly. The dad? Yeah. Where yeah. do we get some? The pixie dust store. I'll show you. <laughs> We have to go snap the neck of a fairy <laughs> and drain her of her juices. Ah. He would say some some like screwed up shit like that. Hey, look, a shadow. Uh-oh. You guys didn't feel that? <laughs> right. Hey, Wendy. Since you've been here, she also you looks son? like the girl from Her Henry. The daughter. Yes. You have a son. Yeah. Pan needs his heart. Has he said anything about the heart of the truest believer? No. And this whole you I'm have sorry. a son thing, like when yeah, when Peter went back for the first that. time, like you got kids. Peter Pan's right. got kids. Where is he? Oh, what the hell are you doing? I've carried enough lies in my life to recognize the burden. She knows where Henry uh, is. He can tell she's true? lying. See? You don't understand. You're helping Pam. He's keeping John and Michael alive. Only if I do as he says. Trust me, whatever he's promised, he will go back in his word. And why should I trust a man who abandoned his own son? Because your brothers did. They trusted a woman named Belle. They helped her get this box so we can defeat Pan. Oh, yeah. They're okay. For now, 
And only if we succeed. Wendy. We will save John and Michael, I swear to God. Right now. I really need your help. Please. Japan told Henry that he needs his heart to save magic. You're right, he is being very New York. <laughs> it's a lie. He could hear it. Like, yeah. He needs it to save himself. What do you mean? Pan's dying. Oh. He needs the heart of the truest believer Bombshell. to absorb all the magic in Neverland. And once he does, he will be immortal. To do what now? All powerful. Wait, so he's going to absorb all the and magic in the island? Yeah. Well, it's a trade. When Pan lives, Henry will die. Why is everything in magic tradesies? Why? Who made that rule? Can and very like for death tradesies. Can we get rid of that? I don't think we need that. <laughs> this even looks like the tiger, like when he brings Tiger Lily on the back yeah. of the boat, you know? Oh, look, it's all lit up like in the title card. Oh, yeah. I wish now it, it spoke like the Cave of Wonders in Aladdin. <laughs> oh. Who dares disturb my slumber? <laughs> Henry looks it's been a long so time silly since I falling on this. Shore. I know. What's that? It's a protection spell. Now let's go. I love how the protection spell is you just like slightly waving your arm and then things get wobbly. <laughs> and that's the whole thing. Like. How do we stop Pan? Pan took Henry to Skull Rock. But you haven't got much time. Then we stay behind. Someone needs to be here to guard the lost boys when they wake up. You don't need to stay behind. If it's right, you get him home, tell him we love him. <laughs> tell him yourself. These two. You get back from Dead Man's Peak. Gold can carry you back in Storybrook. We just need to bring some of the water with us. Yeah. We're not confident that plan's gonna work. <laughs> you didn't give up. Thank you. Well, apparently that's the only thanks I need these days. Take and I'll take care of things here. Meet you back at the Jolly Roger when you find Henry. Promise me if your father and I don't make it back, you get him out. We're all going back home. Together. This feels season finale level, like. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's a lot happening right now. Yeah. And usually in the season finale, they bring all the plots together to resolve them, and that's, uh, is this like the mid-season break, maybe? Maybe. I wonder. We're almost there. We can rest all we want after we get the pixie dust. Do whatever your heart desires. Just wait, you'll see. I want to imagine rollerblades so that I don't have like to dust. walk. <laughs> you never know the he power could. it contains just by looking at it. But when you believe in its power, it glows with magic and becomes something very special indeed. What are these giant things coming yeah. out of the ground? Oh, they're trees. Oh, I see, are trees. That's because it's made in the flowers that grow on the highest of the branches, where they're closest to the stars. The flowers bloom at night, soak in the starlight. That's how the pixie dust gets its magic. <laughs> the next line should have been I haven't felt this We really should have sobered you up before you got here. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like dang. You're talking you're talking real crazy right now. You sound <laughs> like, 
<laughs> he sounds like he took a bunch of mushrooms and then jumped through a magic bean in a portal. Right? And now he's like, in the highest branches, closest to the stars. That's where we got to. Bro, calm down. <laughs> it's okay. It's going to be all right. It's Just very much little... so cut off. It's very yeah. much so. You need a nap. Homie. Begging for a ride home outside the bar when you get <laughs> right, yeah. cut off. <laughs> my horse and carriage didn't come to pick me up where'd I go it was very <laughs> us at the beginning of this episode oh yeah that's true so we shouldn't talk <laughs> glass glass houses and all <laughs> it's excited in years since I was a boy about to climb one of those trees in my dreams come on Rumpel it'll be fun hey you wanna fly can't be afraid to hike. Well, I don't want to fly. You do. You will, son. Once you see how it feels. <laughs> so I'm to be like, the wind I had enough of your, your hair. <laughs> yeah. The world below you. It's like you're not going to care in the world. You're all alone. You're free. <laughs> Come on. I'll give you a boost. But what if I fall? I promise you won't, eh? Don't make me pop up. Please. I'm scared. Sorry, Rampart. I just got excited. Why don't you wait here and I'll go and get the pixie dust for the both of us, hmm? Oh, you're going to leave me down here to get eaten you by bears? That's cool. Hi. <laughs> I'll be as quick as a whip, but before you know it. And then you'll see how wonderful Neverland can really be. So far, all I have is cake, like a piece of chocolate cake. Yeah. So this place sucks. <laughs> I do not remember any of this. Movie. No. I have no idea what the outcome is. I remember something happens. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> also, if you can't tell by this music that something's going to happen, you should probably quit watching TV. <laughs> it's not for you. <laughs> For real, these people who used to just climb trees for funsies, like, I never understood Never that. was I was me. also, I was never that, like, adventurous, hikey, advent, like, you know, adventure-seeking kind of kid. Now, jump out of the tree. <laughs> oh, the shadow's coming to get him. As he should, he's annoying. <laughs> no. This, this, this is the, the tacky police coming to take him away. <laughs> I do not like these things. Soul inhabitant of Neverland. Oh, can you tell me the voice? Why can't I fly? You have to believe. I'm trying, but it doesn't work. Because you don't belong. So that was Marilyn Manson. Oh yeah. Okay. Yikes. Wait, I missed it. What happened? I, he swooped him away and his shoe came off. <laughs> I love that. that explanation is so perfectly understated. He swooped him away and his shoe came off and we don't know what happened. That's it. That's all, that's we, all, that's all you missed on Glee. So shoes. <laughs> Wendy was right. They're here. Oh. Are you okay? I think so. Wow. 
What was that? Pound cast a protection spell. No, he like waved his hands around and things go up. Careful with that! Try all you want, but Pan's magic Neil's is like, too powerful. Neil's like, I'm fucking out with At least this magic and yeah. shit. <laughs> I hate you people. I'm going home. That's well, hilarious. How did you do that? The spell is designed to keep anyone who casts a shadow from entering. And you don't have one. You were telling the truth about ripping your shadow off. And Pan knows it. That's why he cast the spell he did. This isn't about keeping you out. It's about drawing me in. He knows I won't give up the chance to finish what I came here to do. You really did come here to save Henry. I give you my trust with that box. Now I need you to give it back. It's fair. Hey! You better come through, Gold. Or I'll make whatever Pan has planned for you look like child's play. I don't think your threats are really having a lot Not of... Not holding up right now. Well, a simple good luck would have sufficed. Ooh. This, you're telling me this isn't the fucking season finale? I know. This is so good. There has to be a break. This is like the last 45 minutes of a movie. Yeah, you know, this like... is good right now. So what are we supposed to do now? What about the spell my father used to rip off his shadow? You think if I knew how to do that, I wouldn't have done it already? The moon. The moon? The moon is what causes our shadows, right? What if there was a way to block it out Girlfriend, using magic? all of the light in the room is causing it, not just eclipse, the moon, like the fire and the so, Yeah. I need help. With magic? It requires a lot. I guess we're about to find out how much those lessons I gave you paid off. I don't know if I'd call those lessons, Follow my really, but... I wish just one time Regina would be like, follow me, and then she would just do something stupid, like yeah. patting on her top of her head and be like, that was just for fun. This is feeling very uh, charmed right now, doesn't it? Yes. Like like the, the sisters. Yep. <laughs> having to perform some witchcraft. <laughs> Guys, we really like TV shows, sorry. <laughs> That's like our only place. This is it. Things. The place where you're going to save magic. Why does it have to be here? Because this is the location from which Neverland's magic emanates. This bedazzled hourglass. What's the hourglass for? Marks how much time we have left before Neverland's magic runs out. It's almost empty. What a keen observation, young man. Is something wrong? No. Come with me. It's also on a bed of skulls. Can we talk about that part, please? Something Nothing I need to, to take care of before we get started. Okay? I want this outfit. Right? I wish the show was on the air so I could be in for Halloween. <laughs> What's wrong? Rumpo! Rumpo! I thought something terrible had happened to you. No. No, I'm fine, son. You don't have to worry about me. I want to see what this kid looks like now. Did you get pixie dust? Yes. But when I tried using it, it didn't work. Why not? I'm not a boy anymore. 
You were right. Neverland is just for children. Mackles don't belong here. Then... We'll leave and go somewhere else. All that matters... <laughs> is that we're together. I wish it was that easy. But we both know wherever we go. I'll go back to my old ways. I can never be the father you need me to be. I'm too weak. I don't understand. What are you trying to say? But there is a way that I can stay here. A way that I can get the pixie dust to work here so I can fly again. Just like I was when I was a boy. How? By letting go of the thing that is holding me back. You. Well, that escalated quickly. Yeah. It's not a monster, Rumble. It's a friend. It's part of the island. Well, he's growling, so he tell him me. to shut up. I'll let you go. It will become part of me, too. Don't let him take me! I don't have a choice. Stay here. I have to believe that I'm young again. And with you here to remind me, I can't. No, Papa, please! Help me! A child can't have a child, Rumble. I'm sorry, but it's true. Don't fight it. We both know that you're better off without me. I was never meant to be a father. It's interesting because I think the first time that that thing came down, it fell out of the trees just like it fell just now. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Would you look at that? It's such a fucking insane reveal. It's a little bitty Peter Pan. So, first of all, that's a crazy reveal. That is an insane that this person we've been dealing with the whole time was actually from like because there's so many timeline things, right? All of the Rumple as the Dark One didn't age. Bay went to another land, but went to Neverland first, so his age is all screwed up. And Peter is living in Neverland as his, so. There's a lot of like timeline crossings here where like they've both lived for like thousands of years or whatever, right. but stayed the same. So I don't think I would love to have known if anybody saw this coming. Because again, like the little things of like him crowing and then jumping off the thing and be like, you're Peter Pan. Like that's what you're trying to tell you. You're trying to tell me you're Peter Pan. Exactly. Like, you're doing the things, right? So I wonder if anybody like when it was live, is it, do we, I, we do have people it? in the Discord who, who watched, watched this it live. Like did live. you know? If you, if you watched it live, I really want to know if this is something that you saw coming. Wow. Because this, this, that was a real, real good one. Secondly, secondly, the guy who played this kid who played young Rumple, his name is Wyatt Olaf. He also played young Peter Quill in Guardians of the Galaxy and in oh the sequel, gosh. which is awesome. Take a wild guess where he's from. Just take a stab. Not Scotland. Chicago, Isla. He's from Chicago. Oh. And uh, apparently a dialect coach had to work with him. He's 18 now. He was born in 2003. It would have made him, a te- you know, like a 13-year-old or something like that. Um, or a 10 te- or 11-year-old or something. Uh, what is this? Tw- no, because it was November 2013. So it would have been, he would have been 10. Yeah. Um, 
that he he said in some interview uh, that it was one of his most difficult roles that they talked about, you know, him working and doing whatever. And he was like, once upon a time, man, I had to play young Rumpelstiltskin and I had to mimic Robert Carlyle Scott. Robert Carlyle is from Scotland. That's not like a character. Right. Like he's actually from Scotland and then turned Rumpel into this like, right? So he had to mimic Robert Carlyle the person. His oh Scottish gosh. accent. And he was like, it's such a this big challenge. So apparently his parents thought it wasn't maybe not a good fit um, when he first auditioned for it. And then, uh, you know, they got a dialect coach and then they worked him on the set and then went back in ADR, which is um, dialogue recording, automatic dialogue recording mm-hmm. after the fact, um, where you go in the studio and you actually watch footage of yourself in the field talking and you say the same lines over again. They just do it over and over and over. So you're basically voiceovering your own voice and then the guys do their magic to like make it work. And a lot of times they do that um, because if you're out on second unit, which is out outside of the, of the soundstage, right? Somewhere else. Sometimes there's a train going by. There's like weird sounds, the wind, or you couldn't hear it. Right. So they do dialogue replacement so that they can get clean, dry audio in the studio oh. instead of what was out, right? Or in a case like this, you need to replace the audio with something. The thing is, because you're voicing yourself, you, the viewer, can't tell because they match the lips perfectly and they make you do it a bunch of times so that you get the exact way that you said it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, if you ever have, if you have any kind of recording device at all, if you record yourself saying the same thing twice, like with the same tone and pace, you can hear it. It's identical. Like your 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 own voice patterns like match up really well. So you, it's really hard to tell the difference when it's like in a studio, unless it's something like this is a good homework if you want to appear like fancy and you know about recording like TV and film. Uh, it's like raining outside in a scene, and you'll hear rain, and then the rain will just go away, and then they'll have a whole dialogue piece where you oh can't hear gosh. rain anymore. It's like way in the background. It's because they taped that part in the studio. Yeah. That's how you know it's ADR. Anyway, um, so yeah, apparently they had to redub himself on top of it so that he could get it just right. So, and that's I was thinking about it, going, okay, I can hear the two of them. And I, I always do that. I always wonder, I'm like, is this person actually from the place they're doing? For a kid to be 10 years old, be from Chicago of all places that has a like a heavy accent. That's fucking to crazy. To then learn at 10 to do – Scottish is probably one of the hardest English-speaking accents besides yeah. like, like Scottish and Irish and Welsh are probably the hardest ones because they're very specific. I think he did a great job, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not I would Scottish, have thought so I'm sure. he was from. I know, yeah. What do we know? We're just dumb Americans. But still. there's a couple of things I heard in there that made me suspicious. That I was like, I don't know. He's not con- like it's not consistent. The same vowels in certain places are not the same. So I was like, uh. But yeah, uh, little 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 golf clap. Shout for out, Wyatt Olaf. Hello, laddie. Laddie, oh what a oh, great. I see you've come bearing gifts. That's so good. This is so good. Was Henry? Well, you mean my great grandson? You still haven't told the others who I really. I am. love how he's laying it on thick now that the audience knows. Yeah. Not even your own son. What? Like how many references in the last? Because you're nothing seconds? but a coward to me. We both know if that were true, I'd already be in that box. You don't think I can do it? He's a lot you of talking. You let me inside just to uh, taunt me. Click. Done. <laughs> to see you again. To give you one. Last chance. Stay with me. Let this go. 
Let's start over. Do you think I want to be with you? That I could ever forgive you after you abandoned me? I'm disappointed, Rumpel. After all these years, I thought you'd be more... understanding. Considering you did the same thing to your son. You traded Bellfire for the power of a dagger. And I traded you for youth. How did he know that? We're a lot more alike than you care to admit. We are nothing alike. Oh, of course we are. Yeah. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. Neither one of us was cut out to be a father, my boy. Mm. I regretted leaving my son the moment I let him go. I spent my life trying to find him. To get him back. He really did, though. And what yeah. did you do? You forgot about me. I never forgot about you. What do you think I call myself, Peter Pan? Don't think for a moment I believe it's because you care for me. We have no fucking idea, man. <laughs> but I do. Yeah, or like, can you answer that, though? <laughs> All you have to do is put down that box, and you'll see it's true. We can make the fresh start you always wanted. Together. Re remember 3,000 years ago? <laughs> what? Oh, I'm gonna make a fresh start. Just not with you. Robert Carlyle is incredible. Just the way that he delivers lines, they have so much behind them. It's They're so strong. Yeah. I don't understand. Because you don't have it. Are you kidding me right now? Sleight of hand! Find the lady! Follow the lady. Still having trouble believing. In Neverland, all you have to I'm do is think of something to have. Right <laughs> Even something fake. But the real one. Well, let's see what it can do. Use your magic, Rumpel. <laughs> Where the hell did he get magic from? Sorry, Rumpel. You had your chance. The choice was yours. So that's wow. why I can't be the finale, because they have to see. Remember when I said there would be this a twist bad. and a, there would be a second thing that they had to figure out how to do? See? Yeah. Now they have to figure out how to get Rumpel out. <gasps> So literally just being like, I'm going to send you away from the island and be like, oh my god, I don't have a kid. I'm young again. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of really triggering, so. He's never coming back. <laughs> that's what's happening in our real life right now. You're the best, Rumpel. I'm alone now. You have us. And a wheel. You always have a home here. And a wheel. What? Now get some rest. And you'll feel better. Later, we'll spin. Hmm? Where's your doll? Y'all, listen. This kid doesn't want to quilt with you guys, okay? We'll make you another one. Could give it the same name. Mm. Peter Pan is gone forever. Oh, I guess he called it Peter Pan. Oh. Yeah, of all of the graphics on this show that are so incredible, this flying bit, not great. <laughs> Just want to say that. Didn't feel good about place. that. I don't remember seeing it from my dreams. 
That's because it didn't exist. I hear it now. It was created when you made the decision to stay here. How's the freak show? I hear it. It's glorious. What's the hourglass for? It represents the magic fueling your youth, the magic allowing you to stay here, to stay young. I totally hear it. Runs out. Your youth will be taken, and you will die. I thought I was going to stay young forever. Neverland is a place for children to visit in their dreams, not a place for them to live. You were the first to try and stay, and in doing so, you're breaking the rules. The echo is so cool. Yeah, especially here. I made this place without even thinking about it. Guys, if you have an opportunity, because I record this show in in like true full stereo, put headphones on right now. <laughs> Because it's they're echoing his voice back and forth. Yeah, can you hear it in your scary. headphones? Yes, I can. It's, it's so scary. really, it's really creepy. <laughs> there has to be a way. Perhaps. Then I will find it. I will find a way. The magic looks to be moving a little fast the last thousands of years. I was gonna say. It was. It's like really flowing. Right. Away. Like it seemed like a constant stream. Yeah. It's time, Henry. Time to save magic. To save Neverland. What a con. What do I have to do? You must give me your heart, Henry. Oh my god. The heart of the truest believer. You mean, I have to believe? No, Henry. I mean, you need to give me your heart. Dude, you're the son of what? the woman who what rips hearts out. You know how this works. Become the greatest of all heroes. You can tell me the truth. I know all magic comes with a price. Gross. Saving it must come with a price too. Yeah. I would never lie to you, Henry. And you're right. There is a price. Your life. Bing bang. You have to stay. That's here. how he had to say it. On the island with me. Your life. Neverland will become your new <laughs> home. I know it's a huge sacrifice, but isn't it worth it? Heroes have to make sacrifices all the time. My Henry, me that. you're annoying the shit out of me right now. He's the worst. Because you're about to save them all. He's like, but well, we're like on the clock, so can we no, move this ready? long? <laughs> he keeps looking yeah. at the hourglass. Let me help you. We have not explained where he got magic from. He was not magical. He could fly, sure, but he yeah. can just perform magic now? Oh, so he has to take his own heart out. That was part of the deal. You're the truest believer. You gotta do it yourself. Whatever Pam's telling you to do, don't do it. Dad, you're alive? Put your heart back in your chest. I need you to listen to me. Pam's lying to you. Pleasure to see you too, Belfire. Not to mention the savior. An evil queen. Henry, you need to get away from me now. He's trying to hurt you. See other lands or something. The heart of the truest believer. It's what's gonna save magic. It's gonna save all of you. No, it's not. This was never about magic, Henry. You have to believe us. The only person Pan's interested in saving is himself. That's not true. Of course it isn't. Yes, it is. Pan can't live without you dying. If you give him your heart, it's gonna kill you. They're trying to stem your belief, Henry, but don't let them. Remember, every hero gets tested. Henry, I know what being a hero looks like, and this isn't it. 
flex. Why would they lie? That's what adults do, Henry. There's a lot of flexing in this. You know that better than anyone. Henry, you have to believe us. Your parents don't care about Neverland, Henry. They know if you give your heart to save it, then you'll have to stay. They're being selfish because they don't want to lose you. Henry, you have to trust us. Trust? I'm the only one who's ever been honest with you, Henry. The only one who ever believed in you. This is your choice. Yeah, it's not really true. Not there. <laughs> so, this is a... Yeah, he's very loud. Yeah, it's a bit of a flawed argument here. We believe in you, Henry. Because we love you. More than anything. I love you too. But I have to save magic. No. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No! Henry is dumb and stupid. I wish they just were able to write this plot without losing Henry's integrity. Yeah, because this is annoying. Because that is not even remotely in Henry's character. Yes, he would save magic, but he would not be presented with this list of complete non-facts. Yes, and yes. Going, you know? Oh, that's oh, the end. Oh, okay. okay. We're at the end. All right. There it is. Oh, wow. I was over here waiting for the end credit scene. Like, <laughs> wow, wowie. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. The, oh my God, no! Another episode was gonna play. <laughs> Sorry, it was on autoplay. No, I don't want that. Um, we have reached the end of our episode. What do you think? Tell us in the radio. Yes, I agree with all of those things. Uh, that was a lot. What is? Yes. What's your first blush? I How loved you, it. That I feel like that kept it felt that was cinema, like a, baby. Like a, that yeah, was I was gonna good. say it felt like a movie. <laughs> Can you? I need to record you saying that, and that needs to be a soundbite. <laughs> that 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 was cinema, baby. You damn right it was. It was. Uh, it really was. I was just gonna say it felt like a movie in the way that. It felt like I was quite literally like sitting. Yeah, I, we were both real close. We were like, we were sitting with our hand, our head in both of our hands, <laughs> and we were just on the edge of chairs, just just totally entranced in in this show. And we're both uh, exhausted right now, and we did not so. lose it at all because we. I was no. that into that episode. Yeah, that no, was really good. Um, let's talk MVPs. MVP. We. I don't remember what we. We record the show over so many days I that I, I don't to remember. I don't remember our project predictions, but you got to hear it like I don't know, an know. hour ago. Um, but tell us if we were close to our predictions because we don't remember MVP at Neverland. What do you got? Neverland. Rumple. Rumple. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like Rumple. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. we are in agreement here. Uh, MVP of God. It's well. Okay. It's so the are Spinster we, Sisters. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. They took in a boy. Could it have been Young Rumple? Honestly, no. Because no, he kept on yeah. trusting his dad. Sorry. Well, I mean, that's not his fault, but. And it is. 
No, the sisters are, yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're going to make a sweater for you. You'll make it. Yeah, um, Spencer Sisters for the win this week. LVP Neverland. I, don't, I remember you said... <laughs> I remember you said Peter Pan. I was like, I don't know if I'm willing to. He's just being a villain. Uh, I was going to. Yeah, I think LV. I'll just do mine too. LVP in Neverland is Henry. Enchanted Forest, Shadow. I, that Marilyn Manson shit was. Oh, absolutely. Was, I agree. That was rough business. I agree. <laughs> no, but LVP for what? For doing the thing you were hired to do, which is be creepy. Okay, so Malcolm is a shitty dad. Yeah, but. Shittiest of dads. He's also a shitty magician. Okay, I think LVP because he's shitty at everything. Yeah, he's so annoying. Like, Except as it turns him out for talk, being I was Peter like, Pan. Ugh, he was slimy. Yeah. yeah, no, he he gets LVP, but he's actually bad at everything, including being himself. So he had to yeah. be a new person. <laughs> like yeah. he's not bad at bad being at Peter everything, Pan. LVP. He's actually pretty good at being Peter Pan. Yeah, like in terms of like being sneaky and stuff. Uh, uh honorable mention overall. Character. Honorable Neil. Mention. Yeah, all right. Neil, Emma. I just loved him so much this episode. I think those were... I think Neil stepping up deserves it. Yeah. For, for, like, taking charge, you know? Yeah. What about outstanding performance in an actor? Robert Carlyle, does that feel, like, appropriate today, this, yeah. this episode? Or should we give it to Little Boy, who did Scottish accent? Wyatt Olaf? O- Ola? Uh, something? Uh, Stephen Lord, by the way, is the dad. And he is legitimately from... Lancashire, I think is how you oh. say that. In Salford, Lancashire, which is in the UK. And going, oh, he was on EastEnders. For anybody who are my British lovers, EastEnders was like the young and the restless in the UK. It's like oh. the most famous soap opera ever to come out of Great Britain. Um, and my mom used to watch it when I was a kid. So I used to watch this random. It was like the the actual beginnings of what turned into Bridgerton and Downton Abbey. And it was oh it gosh, was a show yeah. like the, the EastEnders as is a, is a location, I think, in in England, um, and it's about this this group of people, you know, and all the <laughs> dramatic things that happen to them. Um, that's a pretty that's a pretty cool connection. Uh, but going from a British accent to an Irish or a Scottish accent is much easier because it uses similar things. It's like having an um, quote unquote American accent, right? Like a standard accent, yeah. a Southern accent, like for us to do a Southern accent or us to do a New York accent or us to do a Valley Girl accent. It's that kind of close where it's using a lot of the similar things, but there's a couple tone yeah. inflections that are different. So for him to go from British to Scottish, I think is a pretty easy transition. Also, he was full grown man. He's born in 72. So he's in his forties, fifties. Um, but for a 10-year-old, I'm just... I yeah, mean, honorable, it's in, I really mean, impressive. Outstanding performance. Yeah, no, I would give it to Wyatt. That's yeah. a pretty... Wyatt Olef. O-L-E-F-F. Um, check him out if you want to see what he looks like now. Here, I'll give you a little, little taste, Isla. That's him. Oh, like he's a, the he looks same, like a, just older. Like a, like a literally like a grown-up version of himself. Yeah. Um, by the way, this is his young headshot. I, I love that you can oh, see, like, both. Baby. So cute. Super cute. Um... So yeah, outstanding performance goes to goes to Wyatt. Wyatt. Good, good for you, bro. You deserve it. Um, so now let's uh, let's do the the thing that we do at this point. The third annual Mister Gold's Gold Star in the field of excellence, and the crowd goes wild. Uh, how many Mister Gold's Gold Star do you give it? This is a five plus how, for me. Five plus another five. I mean, we can't not give it that. It was yeah, this is cinema, baby. This was the Peter Pan reveal. <laughs> Yeah, this is probably the biggest. I would. Would you argue this is the biggest reveal in so what's far? Time so far, I think so. 
Is this bigger than uh, uh, Neil being alive? Postcard? I feel like it's bigger uh, than that. I think is it, it bigger is than? I think is it, it bigger than dramatic. Mystery Man August? Well, it's because it's with a see Neil, new character. Oh, we got to introduce something new. This is this to me is Desmond. This is yeah, you know, and it's Peter uh, see you Pan. in another life. I don't know. I, yeah, I think that this because might be the it's a character. It's a character we've already been introduced, and I would argue that Edward and Adam are not stupid. They knew that was probably one of their highest rated episodes when they brought an episode, uh, brought a character back that should have never, never tied in to what's going on now. Yeah. Brought that character back and had him holding up the ransom, and they had just his eye out there, and then he said, "See you in another life," or some, or, or said, "What what is this thing, brother?" He said, "Brother," and Jack was like, "Do I know you?" Yes. Like that moment right there, like is that is what this felt like. It's a character we were introduced to. We let our guard down. We figured out all this. Now we think we know everything there is to know about this new and character. Bam. And bam, they show us Dad. something in the, that connects all the webs together. To me, when you're going to do flashbacks and you're going to do background stories and all that stuff, this is the way to do it right. Mm-hmm. You know, is to, is to take a, a fairly innocuous character you think doesn't mean anything and turn that into a big meaning, like a huge yeah. meaning. In fact, like the entire motivation of Rumple being the way that he is with his dad, with Mila becoming the dark one, like leading up to this moment is because of the dad. I agree. Choosing Peter Pan. It's like it shapes everything about essentially the biggest, most dangerous, most mysterious villain we've seen in the entire thing. Yeah. To the point where sometimes we even forget, we gaslight ourselves into going, he's not a villain. He's an imp. You know, yeah. Regina's the villain. Like, no, this motherfucker was the villain the whole time. Like, he he was conniving things in the background. He made the whole spell happen, the, you know, the curse. But this is like, even more evil. Very much so. Because because everything that Rumpel was doing was not selfish. And this was entirely no reasoning, just I want and the hell with you. Yeah. D- that's a diff that's a different kind of deep rooted evil. Even Cora, who maybe was the most evil up until this point, was still to a degree trying to look out for her family name, for herself, for her yeah. for her her daughter, right? This is the first guy we've seen where like, we don't know what he won't do. He's unhinged. Yeah, <laughs> you know? complete psychopath. Rumple was like leveling towns and entire fabrics and dimensions to get to his son. But it was in the name of a son. That's like incredible, you know? So uh, before we go, let's watch the promo for like, what's going to happen next week? Holy I crap. Know. Like, I know. I really like, wonder if they're going to, I wonder if we're going to find out it was break. Uh, you know what? Let's just do a, a really quick look. So this was November 13th, 13th I think it was. Uh, next week is November 17th. No. This is November 17th. Next week is December 1st. Look at that. All right. So there was a Thanksgiving break. Okay. Yeah. December 1st, December 8th, December 15th. So that was the break right there. Yep. We had we had our suspicions and we were totes right. We're getting good at this um, now. We're professionals. We really are. Guys, we could write TV. We could do this. All right. So the next episode is uh, season three, episode nine. It is called Save Henry. Save Henry. All right, let's see. You're going to be all right, Henry. We're going to get you home. Two weeks from tonight, Once Upon a Time is all new. It's already won and never fails. The legend of Peter Pan comes to a startling conclusion. We can bleed. We can hurt him. And if we can hurt him, we can kill him. But if you think you know how it will end, guess again. There's only one place you'll be reunited. 
and death. Once upon a time, all new Sunday, December 1st at 8, 7 central on ABC. Hashtag Hashtag save Henry. Henry. Uh, (laughs) Well, he he didn't say in hell. You should have said in hell. I know. I really wish you said in hell. Like that just would have been the, I mean, I know hell probably doesn't exist in this fabric of all magic and all this crap, but you know what I mean? Uh, but like uh, in the context well, of what in the context of what they're dealing with, I know that, you know, like there are rules like magic rules. You know what I mean? Yes. Like when they're writing the Bible, uh, like the, the writing Bible for it, mm-hmm. they have to work on what has been previously established. Yeah. So you can't you can't work on this notion of this like, you know, because we've already broken into the the mystics are real so you can you it would be too confusing to do with the like quasi-religious fake stuff you know what i mean like at this point at this point right it would be too muddy you would have to because then you'd have to like elaborate on that mm-hmm. anyway what do you think of the trailer i'm excited that's that's pretty pretty good i mean and we saw a couple uh visuals in there they had a heart they were holding over henry it looked like they were and it says we're coming to a conclusion so this is it for neverland right i feel like we've been on the island forever so i'm kind of ready to get off there's still 22 episodes so we still have half a season to go and don't forget there's a bunch of people hanging out over at at storybook so you know what i'm saying yep um so yeah we uh oh my god i just I just saw I'm so glad that because I mess up the video sometimes with this part. I was freaking out just now because I saw a very small thumbnail that is on the screen right now (laughs) Uh, that is telling me a little bit about what is coming up next. Oh, (laughs) I'm being coy and trying to show Isla while not showing you guys. It's our little secret. You can't be involved. Okay, it's just for us. Hold on. Here it is. Uh, Season three. Yeah. See that? Can you see that in the corner right there? Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. That's episode 12. So I we just figured out uh, what the second half of season three is going to be. And that's not what I thought it was. <laughs> no, no. For those of you who've binged or ahead of us, you know what we're talking about because you've already seen it. Yeah. But those of you who haven't, we are in Whoa. for a ride very soon. Like in the next couple Did not episodes. know that it was this fast. I didn't know. And this is the... Is this is this the Mandela effect? The, can you can I just point out for a second that everyone calling the Mandela effect named after Nelson Mandela, constantly calling it the Mandala effect, is the in fact Mandela effect? That's the funniest thing in the entire yeah. world to me. I'm like, you're doing the it Mandela right effect now. is a Mandela effect. Is a Mandela effect? <laughs> I thought his name was Mandela. I've read that before. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Um, but uh, the fact that that we're constantly remembering the timing wrong we're remembering everything i don't so think far. that it's that's a mandala effect i think it's that time isn't real <laughs> are we in a simulation is that what we're going is that what we're doing yeah right honestly at this point i am more and more so less concerned about the fact that time is a social construct and it's, it's just real. yeah we just put numbers in a clock and we made it go but like who's to say what that why are, are we letting these people make these decisions forever like this is so silly Overthrow the system. Yeah, stick it to the man. <laughs> I am now Dewey Finn with oh, School of God. Rock. Hello. Weird. You're not hardcore unless you're live hardcore. That's right. Amen. The Legend of the Rent is way past you. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing a great job. You're you're up. Are you good? Are you? No. Do you need a? <laughs> no. 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 
Well, we are here at the end of the episode, so uh, this is what's happening. Is that sound? Because no, we're leaving. We're going because we're home leaving. for the night. You don't have to go home, but you have to get out of here. But before you get out of here, we have to tell you about what you can do to support our show. We have a phone number, 207-536-8512. You can leave us a voicemail. You can leave us a text message. You can send us an email at thespcpod at gmail.com. We have an Instagram where you can send us a DM at thespcpod on Instagram. We have personal Instagrams at Media at Eilishikorsky. We have a Patreon if you want to support us mon- monetarily. Patreon.com slash thespcpod. We have a Discord. If you would like to join the conversations and this is selfie or play a fun game with us, we love having you here. Please give us a five star review on Apple Podcast. Yeah. Real talk though, join the Discord. Join the, yeah, join the there's Discord. There's a link in the show notes. Join the Discord because we are now getting more active in there. We, we our schedules are getting better, so it's it's going to be so good in the next few episodes, and there's going to be so much to talk about, yes. and that's the place where we're talking, Especially so definitely... Especially this one. Definitely, definitely, yes, this for real. Come um, join the party. Uh, so, And hopefully by the next episode, we'll have some more merch announcements, so we're really, really excited, because if that happens, it's going to be the, next, the, the last half of season three, we can introduce some new merch, you know what I'm saying? You it's going to go saying? buck wild. Listen, it really is going to go buck wild in here. Pew, 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 you can't hear. Oops. Some things just happened that I messed up, but that's okay. Some uh, <laughs> things never change. That's right. Anyway, we're going to get out of here. And as always, all magic comes with a price. All shows come with a podcast. See you in Neverland for only a short amount of time left. Bye, everyone. Stay gold. <laughs> One night only. Stay gold, y'all. Stay rumble. Bye. Bye. Bye.